back again hey guys after a little after a little um hiatus due to the storm thanks california um, if you're listening to this in real time and you live in california you know you know what we're talking about and if you're not then this is just a big storm of 2023 and that mm-hmm. uh, knocked out the power and inhibited our ability to make a show yeah we, we need electricity to do this <laughs> So, you know, we're glad to be back. Thanks yes, for joining uh, us. This is the Spiritual Spectrum Podcast, in case you did not li- choose to listen to the show on purpose. <laughs> right. I mean, your finger uh, probably tapped on it. I hope that's you probably why you're here. Did. You probably did this on purpose, but just in case you didn't, <laughs> that's the name of the show. And I'm Taylor. I'm Elena. And today we're talking about crystals of course we are it was only a matter of time you guys obviously it's it's wooey it's um i'd say relatively controversial and in my opinion essential yes yes it's essential woo knowledge it's an essential conversation um i'm staring at a handful of crystals as oh we yeah speak. i've got i've got my crystal magic wand here Ta-da! Yep. Oh, mine. <laughs> selenite mine, wand with all my different crystals on it. <laughs> my selenite wand got knocked to the floor off my desk by my cat, and it has been there for months. So hey, maybe that's where it's meant to be. You know, they say that, the right? That they move on their own because they have their own vibrations, and that they oh, break on their own. And when they're supposed to break, that's like a whole thing. Oh, and yeah, Elena, mm-hmm. coming in just hot with the. I know. Knowledge. I didn't really plan on talking about that, so I might as well just drop it here. Is that that crystals have like it. they are alive, and I'll talk about that uh, later. But um, they have uh, kind of their own aura to them, and they travel. So if you are if you find one, or if someone gives one to you, then that is it traveling to you, and they travel away from you. If you're like, ah, oh, you know, I I don't really have. Like, I'm giving someone a gift and I want to, like, zhuzh it up a little bit. Here's this crystal. I'll just I'll put that in there, too, you know, which I literally mm. did to people during Christmas without really thinking about it. <laughs> that and sounds that, correct. That's Yep. And that is the crystal traveling away and going to where it wants to go. And um, wow. I have a now I'm just on a tangent, but I have a fun story about um, an go, go, amethyst go. chunk. <laughs> like, you know, those big slabs you can buy. So, yes. uh, surprise, my music, uh, music studio is across the street from a New Age shop. <laughs> it's called Luminata. It's a Very staple. It's a, a Monterey staple we love. And um, they, they have great crystal selections with, like, it's a bookstore. It's got all kinds of good stuff and gifts and things. But um, they, I, I would go over there. Nice selenite wand. I love it. She's showing it off. It's beautiful. I retrieved and, it from the floor. Uh, now it's traveling. It's coming back. It's traveling. <laughs> So I I had gone across the street to buy um, crystals for my studio. I wanted some crystals to, you know, influence the space in my teaching. And so I went for amethyst and citrine. And uh, we'll talk about the properties and you'll understand why I chose those as we get into this podcast. But um, so I I chose uh, citrine to sit up higher in my studio to help students like with focus or no creativity and uh, energy. That's what it was. And then the the amethyst I chose was more for focus and learning. And um, 
the amethyst I put right on the piano with like where well, it was like in child reach, like the kids could touch it. And um, I said to that crystal, I said, you are not allowed because you, by the way, guys, again, we're going to get into this, but you can program your crystals. You can tell them what they're meant for. And I told this crystal, I was like, you are not for the kids. You are to keep the space charged um you're here to you know um enhance the space that we're in and to help the kids learn and immediately so you repel those motherfuckers yes all right 100 percent. and you you give them the vibe keep your motherfucking hands to yourself <laughs> yeah. okay not totally. here for you yeah and then it was so <laughs> funny because that crystal it was like the opposite happened kids could not keep their hands off of it and i was like mm. whoa, whoa 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 hold on whoa whoa, whoa. like that's the crystal that's, said Fuck you, mom. Yeah, exactly. I do what I want. Yeah, and I was like, well, hold on. This is this is really interesting. And so I used a pendulum, and I I asked the crystal. I said, well, like, like you are the you... wooiest motherfucking witch. I know. <laughs> and, and I and I asked it. I was like, do you want kids to to be all over you? Like, what is this? And it was like, yeah, I do. I want kids to touch me. Like, that's like that sounds so strange. I'm sorry. Ooh, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> No, the crystal wanted child interaction. And, um, you know, and, and it totally told me that. And I was like, and so then I bought another one and um, it was like, okay, well, I want to put this one in here then. And I, I, I want it to not be touched, mostly because I don't want kids throwing rocks around my studio. Like, you know, it's just not conducive sure. to a learning environment. And then that yeah. crystal, I told it, I said, don't let kids touch you. And it was like, yeah, no problem. And kids wouldn't touch that one at all. So it was this really interesting thing. And then over time, I realized, like, okay, if kids kind of, like, know that they shouldn't touch the one that they're not touching, I switched them out. I put the kid-friendly one back in over time and put the, the lonely one at my house. Um, the lonely one. The yeah, boundaried the, one. The, yeah, that's a good one. It's a good word for that. <laughs> and um, so I swapped them just because then I thought, okay, the kids kind of know. And then when I would get new students, they would be like, woo, and they would like touch it. <laughs> oh and I was like, that's fine. You know, it wants to be interacting with the kids. But um, but I totally had a whole thing. And then now I keep a pendulum right next to it. So when kids, their interest is piqued by that amethyst, I say, you know, you can talk to it, right? And I let them use the oh pendulum over God. it. And I let them have a, a conversation with the pendulum and the crystal <laughs> that's incredible dude. so that's that's you're um... gonna be like you're gonna be remembered as like this wild crazy piano teacher oh my god this piano teacher who had this fucking cool ass crystal and she, she said we could talk to it and i had a conversation with this crystal with a fucking pendulum oh what's a pendulum <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> like, Dude, I love that, it. Like, it reminds me of the type of shit that, like, that, like, I would have experienced as a kid and been like, you can talk to crystals, you guys. Yeah. Like, this, oh, absolutely. And, oh, oh, I know. So we were so good. into that stuff when we were kids. That's why I do it for them is I'm like, you know, know if so they fun. ask and I just really gently open the door to it, I don't make them believe anything. I'm just like, well, you could try this and just do this and see what happens and you know, it's really fun. So, anywho, uh, that was that. that was a whole tangent of just that was my a personal good tangent. Yeah, you know, and um, so so crystals, you know, they all sing a note. They all have a note associated with them, and each of them are different. It's not like all amethysts sing the same note. So, you know, oh. it's a uh, they, they vibrate. They're they're made out of live materials. I mean, this and, is yeah. this is what I've tried to explain, like to my husband Jesse. He's 
big science. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, crystals, you know. I have something here about the science of crystals. Okay, but he's big logic. <laughs> you know, he's not yeah. into rocks having vibes. And I'm like, I'm like, look, if everything has energy, why wouldn't these stones have energy? They've been made through energy. Yeah. There is energy in the them. The liquid hot magma. <laughs> hot magma. <laughs> um, and let's say that, you know, let's say that whatever you can't measure the energy although it seems as though we can you can but there's there are readers that will pick up crystal energy we had to look at that in healing touch anyway you're saying but it i mean i think the power of belief the power of intention will fucking amp up whatever whatever like this this little jasper worry stone it looks I have. So pretty. I love worry stones. I have one over here too. I love that. Yeah. Yes. A worry stone is usually like it's usually round or it's some shape that has like a little indent so that you can like rub your thumb on it. Yeah. Like my dad gave me my first is. one. My friend and then, gave me this. You know, so like I said, crystals break on purpose. They break when they're supposed mm-hmm. to. I've had two worry stones and um actually both of them is, are broken i glued the other one back together because i didn't want to have to go find another one <laughs> probably don't do that guys bad advice but it's probably bad the yeah. glue probably fucks it up I don't yeah know. don't do it <laughs> but i i definitely um have had worry stone uh, both of mine break and that's supposed to be like a sign that whatever you're worrying about is resolved mm. yeah but it's like it's like you know, this is just like a little talisman and it's going to, it's going to, like, there are these innate energies or these innate things that these crystals are, you know, supposedly, allegedly, we like to agree to believe they have. And, um, but like, if you are getting a vibe and you are getting a crystal for a particular thing, like, you're also giving it power and it's just a, a, a thing that you're making more magical than yeah. maybe it innately is. Right. So like, who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck if it's measurable and you could prove it over and over again? I mean, mm-hmm. this is my personal opinion. Yeah. Or if, like, you give it the power and it's just a thing. It's like right. a little magical tool. Yeah. Know? Well, and also bringing that that aspect up, charging items with energy is very, like, religious. Like, when, um you know, a priest wears a certain shawl, um, they only wear it during times of ritual, sacred connection to God, and then that clothing gets charged with that energy and when I was doing my healing touch learning one of my instructors her name's Ann Day and she's like one of the, the healing touch you know big big wigs and um, she has this thing where she does like very spiritual journaling and she wears this one scarf kind of like a let's just like around like not she doesn't wrap it around her neck or anything she just hangs it over her shoulders and that's like over time has she's imbued this scarf with this really healing, wholesome energy. And so then sometimes just for like a quick pick me up, she'll just put the shawl on. And that mm-hmm. is enough for her to like get the charge of that garment. And it's like, hey, same thing as, you know, these crystals, except crystals are made from, uh, you know, much more, um, I don't know, interactive materials, I suppose, than cloth. Yeah. So um, in, a, in an arguable sense, they are far more powerful than a cloth thing so um talking about shroud. yes exactly so uh you know let's uh, let's talk a little bit about these uh so since we're getting into it yeah let's get into it let's, let's, right <laughs> so i got a couple books for you guys today we one are. of them is very <laughs> i had them already i didn't spend money this time <laughs> Honestly, like, not surprised, but low-key surprised that you did not then go find <laughs> more books. some fucking free Kindle book or whatever right. the fuck. Right, I know, I know. So I got, um, 
the, the, a very popular book called The Crystal Bible. I'm pretty sure Ron gave this to me as a gift. It's a very popular book. You, I'm going to link it for you guys, and a lot of you listening may have already heard of it or even own it. And then there is a book called Crystals, The Modern Guide to Crystal Healing by Yulia Von Doren. So, yeah, we've got a couple books here that are um, pretty well known. Uh, and, uh, we'll talk a little bit. I did also see a Ted talk about this that like I'll post for you guys. I should have paraphrased it. I ran out of time. Sorry, but it was a good, good video about how crystals are formed in the earth between like the magma and the earth's earth's crust. And like when things are heating and cooling, the atoms ionize into the shape, um, that you see the crystal turn into. So like if a crystal is like a point. Yeah, so if it's pointed, it's because the atoms are little triangles, or, or I'm sorry, mm. pyramids, and those mm. pyramids stack together. Or if it's like pyrite and it's like, um, you know, square, it's because the atoms yeah. are forming little squares. And when you have crystal glass or crystal, you know, um, I don't know, anything that's not uh, a naturally formed crystal, if it's crystal that's been formed into a glass or something like a like a bead or something jewelry uh -huh. that those are still crystal but they have been treated in a way where the atoms can't sit in their natural position if they've been uh, dr uh cooled too quickly to mm. take on their natural shape so they will take the shape of whatever someone is trying to make like a a glass oh. crystal mirror sheet or a bead or you know a, um, yeah a prism or you know because you hang prisms in your window that are crystal or whatever so I've got or, a few. Or, yeah i've got several yes <laughs> got more than one i've got yeah. three in this room i'm in right now all right so let me uh, just do a little bit of reading for you guys here so the more you understand about crystals the more effective they are um Dedicating and programming your crystals helps them work more efficiently. It's part of the ritual of working with crystals, as I was telling you about programming my, my piano crystal. <laughs> as crystals are powerful beings in their own right, they need to be approached with respect. And I would say that's true for anything that's related to earth energy, right? You know, uh, Pocahontas style. <laughs> the the yes. voice of the mountain. The, the, what is it? Can, Can you paint with all the colors of the, the wind? Voices of the mountain. <laughs> yep. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Back on track. <laughs> so if you do this, you will... Be, um, sorry. If you do this, they will only be too pleased to cooperate with you. Unless you are dealing with an amethyst, amethyst like mine that says no. <laughs> I want to do uh, that. I have my own agenda, so <laughs> I will not bend to your will. Uh, that Touch me, children. Case, yeah. there, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, so weird. That nasty ass crystal. Many people. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Sorry, no, it's, so, it's like so borderline. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, this is my sweet spot when it comes to me. I Dark humor is love, where it's at. Dark humor is where it's at. I truly love getting really terribly inappropriate. Yes. Many people like to have a crystal day when they cleanse their crystals and meditate with them to attune more strongly to their energy. Now, I have a little uh, personal note on that in, through my years of learning of this stuff. is You don't have to charge your crystals all the time if you keep selenite around them or a similar thing like clear quartz. doesn't need to be cleared, and it will clear your other stuff as you just leave them close to each other. So I have crystals mm. like uh, spread out around my house, but in each mm. like grouping, I have a clearing crystal. So it's like, I don't have to spend time doing that. And I'm sorry, I'm too busy to worry about that kind of thing. So um, there are crystal I hacks. You. I just gave you guys one. So don't worry about cleansing your crystals. Just get some selenite and stick it near your stuff. Fuck so, that shit, dude. Yeah, right? <laughs> 
Oh, my God. But uh, doing regular, you know, connections to your crystals allows you to be able to talk to them and, you know, program them to enhance your life and your well-being, which I do agree with. You should spend time with them. Touch them. You know, when I've got some that I, I keep right next to my uh, couch by the TV and I just play with them when I'm watching TV and stuff. Mm. So, um, yeah. It says taking time to cleanse your crystals is extremely important. And, you know, I just think you you can just hang on to them and spend time with them, and and that's enough. Um, But they are efficient absorbers of transmitters and energy. One of their functions is to cleanse and transmute negative energies, uh, which is a big part of crystal healing. And, um, you know, in any kind of healing, that's what you're doing. You're taking anything that's, um, we don't really call it, like, negative energy. We call it... Uh, blocked or um, you know clouded energy stuck so, or something yeah yeah exactly and so you, you take that and you trans because mu- energy can't be created or destroyed right it's it's all there so you're really just transmuting it into a positive yes. lighter That's place exactly exactly which by the way transmuting just means like changing exactly yeah and i think i, that, I think it's that more, word confused me for a long time <laughs> oh no worries yeah and i think that word is just a little bit more of a tangible kind of description of what we're doing with the energy so if you leave your crystals uh, to do this without regular cleansing most become saturated and unable to do their work though few are self-cleaning yes so you do mention what i say that you you have ones that are self-cleaning and you can leave them by your other ones to keep things nice and tidy um in my music studio with my other crystals i have a big selenite tower and that's literally wise i'm not going to spend time like clearing the crystals in my music studio. I don't have, I have time do. for this shit. No, I really don't. So <laughs> I have work to do. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, there was, I'm just talking about crystal healing in my own anecdotes. I have hearing loss in my right ear from a amp blowing up in my ear at a show one time, and I'm sure continuously past that. And um, uh, musician damage. And there was a, I was doing a, a, like a meditation after work one day. I don't know why I felt like I needed to do it. I was in my music studio and I felt drawn to get that selenite and use it near my ear and mm. it felt like I it was so real it felt like some like rope was being pulled out of my ear it was no. the craziest sensation so you know I was like scooping it out of like my jaw and my neck through my ear it wow. was the craziest thing if and it was like it, I could feel the energy of the crystal going into my skin it was like the Ugh, it was so good and so weird. Felt like a massage, but like I wasn't even being Ugh. touched. It was yeah. really strange. And um and that was like for me it was like, oh, like oh, okay, that's my experience in the in crystal work to be like, yeah, that's totally a thing. Um I I see a lady Taylor knows this, but um hey, what's up podcast listeners? I see a lady every 2 weeks for a massage and then every other 2 weeks for a facial, so it's like massage facial every 2 weeks. And she totally uses what like a crystal life. She only charges me a hundred bucks for ninety minutes, and it's because I see her regularly, and I'm like, it's a savvy choice, honestly. <laughs> and, uh, but she does like tuning forks, and she'll do uh, like chimes, like healing chimes, and she'll do uh, crystals on my like down my uh, chest and my torso, and then like um, she does like facial rollers, like rose quartz and jade facial mm. rollers, mm-hmm. and um, I mean, I, like after going to see her, it's like so tangible the what the crystals do in those situations it's like she's just the best i love her shout out to teresa if she's listening to this because i know she listens what's up teresa (laughs) so and she's serbian (laughs) 
<laughs> we weren't hey. more so mean. What's up? She's our sister. Um, okay, cool. So uh, getting into a little bit of uh, crystal formation, uh, there's this great little picture here. I should just take a picture of it and put it on the Instagram. Um, so a, so a crystal is a solid body with a geometrically regular shape. Crystals were created as the Earth formed, and they have continued to metamorphose. Metamorphize? Metamorphize? It says foes, which I'm, is okay. As the planet itself has changed. Crystals are the Earth's DNA, a chemical imprint for evolution. They are miniature storehouses containing the records of the development of the Earth over millions of years and bearing the indelible memory of its powerful forces that shaped it. Some have been subjected to enormous pressure while others grew in chambers deep underground and some were laid down in layers others dripped into being so there are all these different ways they've been created all of which affects their their properties and the way that they function so whatever form they take their crystalline structure can absorb conserve focus and emit energy especially on the electromagnetic wave band we talk a lot about the electromagnetic spectrum the schumann resonance was a big focus on that um, but magnetometers, like you were saying, like, like Jesse's like science. And I'm like, magnetometers, they, they, you put one over a crystal, it'll start giving you a reading. It'll, it'll start showing you the energy that's coming off of that item. And of course we use crystals in technology. It's a huge part of microchips, uh, solar panels, you know, it's, it's a whole thing. So crystals are, um, are very powerful, even if you are not tuned into them. You're using one in your phone right now. So um, energy is yeah, real. Yeah. And in like watches and stuff. They, they've been around forever. Crystals tell time. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so talking about the crystal lattice, there's a couple um, different areas where I'm going to mention that. Because of the chemical impurities, radiation, earth and solar emissions, and the exact means of their formation, each type of crystal has its own specific note, as I was saying. La la, singing notes. Formed out of an array of minerals, a crystal is defined by its internal structure, an orderly repeating atomic lattice that is unique to its species. Um, talking about, again, those atoms that are forming py pyramids, and then the crystal itself looks like a pyramid. Mm -hmm. A large or small specimen of the same type of crystal will have exactly the same internal structure, which can be recognized under a microscope. So, you know, it's like you're seeing a, a, an atom in its largest form. It's pretty cool. Um, the unique geometric crystal lattice is how crystals are identified and means that some crystals, such as aragonite, have several very different external forms and colors, which at first glance could not possibly be the same crystal. However, because the internal structure is identical, they are classified as the same crystal. Interesting. It is this structure, rather than the mineral or minerals out of which it is formed, that are crucial to crystal classification. I didn't know that. That's really cool. In some cases, the mineral content differs slightly, creating the various colors in which particular crystals can be found. And um, crystal color, you know, is a, is a very big part of crystal healing, right? Um, I'm just going to go over to my Bible thing over here. I found crystals in the Bible because, of course, I did. Um, so crystals of different types are mentioned in the Bible a few times. The Bible uh, mentions rubies in Proverbs 8.11, sapphires in Lamentations 4.7, and topaz in Job 28.19. Um, 
The breastplate worn by the Levitical high priest contained 12 stones, each engraved with the name of a tribe of Israel. The first row was carnelian, chrysolite, chrysolite, and beryl. The second row was turquoise, lapis lazuli, and emerald. And the third row was jacinth, agate, and amethyst. The fourth row was topaz, onyx, and jasper. And they were mounted in a gold filigree setting. So, um... This is uh, talking about how the chakra colors were being reflected in these Levitical breastplates. Um, So it's kind of an interesting thing. You know, the human energy system, it's a total power that we all have that we know is measurable, that matches the Earth's energy system. So the Bible also is like, yeah, God knows about that. (laughs) God says that's real. Um, Dude, that's yeah. trippy. Okay, I also, I literally mm-hmm. just realized when you said barrel, like, even though I've thought about this before, but I don't know how, I don't know, maybe I'm just having a, uh, a realization that I've already had. It feels new. Um, so, because there's a street in my neighborhood named Barrel, mm. but I don't know if anybody's familiar with Capitola. There's a neighborhood where all of the streets are, like, the names of gemstones. and it's Oh, called I the, didn't know that. It's called the Jewel Box. I didn't like, know that's that. That's the name of that neighborhood. <laughs> that's awesome. But, like, we kind of live in, like, a jewel box type neighborhood because our street is Chalcedony. And, right. like, all the streets are – there's a street called Jewel. There's Felspar, Barrel. Oh, how funny. Yeah, um, B-E-R-Y-L. Opal. Yeah, B-E-R-Y-L. Yeah. There you go. Um, But, yeah, I don't know why I'm just, like – realizing that yeah isn't it funny how your life like kind of like reflects itself that way sometimes (laughs) that's so funny which i mean everyone hold capitola close to your heart right now because it's really getting wrecked Ooh, it's so bad yeah did you see those videos of the flood going through yeah did you see the stuff of um uh fucking zelda's destroyed (gasps) just like every like all the windows smashed oh like i saw stuff like that i didn't recognize it being zelda's but oh my it's all just like completely fucked yeah you know that the it's been declared a federal state of emergency so yeah i knew that they got uh like evacuated but yeah yeah gavin newsom requested to the biden administration to make it a state of emergency so they could receive federal aid because it's pretty bad it's never i've never never in our lives like we grew up there like we i never would have imagined capitola being a disaster zone and being i mean also if you think about it it's so like low lying and like right there it is and we never have i mean you know it's never happened before you know what's interesting is uh when i was in is my very first semester of college in my first English class or communications class or whatever it was, I had to do a report on, I, I don't remember like what the general topic was, but what I wrote my paper on was about the extreme weather events that were going to be happening due to climate change. Mm. But this was like back in 2007 when it yeah, was yeah, like, yeah. oh, these things will happen. And now yeah. it's like, oh, Oh, extreme weather events that has never happened in any of our lifetimes? It's called climate change. Like, yeah. come on, motherfuckers. It's like, really what? Crazy. why? Really? I know. Come. I know. It's really insane. Atmospheric rivers? Yeah. It's climate really crazy. Change. I mean, and then you could go into the whole, uh, you know, that they've been able to geoengineer the weather since, like, the 60s. <laughs> so, 
Is it I the government? Like Can this. we get into the conspiracy? <laughs> anyway. <Jesus. laughs> uh, yeah. Two sides to everything. Anywho, back on track. <laughs> I know. So, um, yeah. Where was I here? Lord have mercy on our bouncing brains. <laughs> oh, yes. So, um, ah, yes. Crystals are built from one of seven possible geometric forms. Triangles, squares, rectangles, hexagons, rhomboids, parallelograms, or trapeziums. These forms lock together into a number of potential crystal shapes, which have generic names based on their internal geometry. As the name suggests, a hexagonal crystal is formed from hexagons built into a three-dimensional shape. A collection of squares form a cubic crystal, triangles trigonal, and rectangles a tetragonal crystal, while rhomboids um, form an orthorhombic crystal. Look at all mm. these great words. Trapeziums, a triclinic, and parallelograms are a monoclinic crystal. The outer form of the crystal will not necessarily reflect its inner structure. Hmm. Interesting. At the heart of a crystal is the atom and, and its component parts. An atom is dynamic, consisting of particles rotating around the center in a constant motion. So although crystals may look um, outwardly serene and sedentary, it's actually a seething molecular mass vibrating at a certain frequency, which is what gives wow. it its energy. I think that is like that just the whole like, hey, you listen to this podcast for that fact right there. Like, come on. <laughs> Listen up, motherfucker. Yeah, this thing is like, it's like it's crystal an, it's energy a living, is real. moving thing. And, and Tesla also said that crystals were living beings, that they were alive, and that you could harness their energy. Um, so, let's see. I think that's all I cared to get into here. Um, yeah, yeah, we're talking about the Earth's crust and how things uh work that way but i'll i'll link that ted talk for you guys so you can get into that i don't need to read it here so um, it reminds me of uh that there's a movie and i cannot remember what it's called it's kind of ridiculous but they have to go to the center of the earth for some reason and it's like there is like this team of people and they build some sort of ship to take them to the center of the earth and they end up plopping out in a layer that's like all amethysts Oh, all I can and think of is And it's like their Atlantis. ship is destroyed. <laughs> like their ship is destroyed. And I don't like know. Somehow, yeah. somehow they have to keep going to the center. Journey and to it, the center of the earth. Isn't that the name of a movie? Isn't it? I don't know. I mean, that's the name I'm of something, idea. but I don't know that it's that. But I just remember being like, that would be fucking cool. Like, yeah. If that, if you could really just pop out in a in a pocket of yeah. crystals, but also I mean, terrifying you know, because yeah, because yeah, that's true. You're, you're and there are places like I mean, you could probably look it up, but I know that there are insane crystal caves that exist mm -hmm. in the world. I've mm -hmm. seen pictures of those. Mm -hmm. um, so, how crystals work. Vibration, color, talisman. Um, speaking of talismans, that Bible thing that I was reading, I was telling Taylor, like, the rest of the article was, like, super angry, and it was like, idolatry is wrong, and, like, don't be an idolater, like, give it to God, and all that stuff. And I'm like, yeah, sure, but also, like, you use a cross necklace, and you look at your pictures of Mary, and, you know, your, your statues of Jesus. It's like, you use it as a connection, right? It's not necessarily that you are idolizing the crystal. So um, let's see. Vibration. As uh, So this is from the other book that I have, um, Crystals, the Modern Guide to Crystal Healing. As the otherworldly inventor Nikola Tesla put it, 
If you want to find the secrets of the universe, think in terms of energy, frequency, and vibration. All of life dances with magnetic pulse and vibration. From scientists, we have learned that every atom in the universe is constantly in motion. And metaphysicians teach that every object is surrounded by its own vibrating sphere of energy, an aura. Crystals are unique within nature as their atoms follow the most symmetrical pattern possible. And, oh, yeah, I wonder if it'll say this other thing that I read about the, uh, the symmetry pattern. I'll add it in if it doesn't. Um, creating what is called a crystal lattice, which we just spoke about, how the atoms form the crystal lattice. Oh, here it is. Yes. there. It is their perfect atomic symmetry that makes crystals such powerful holders and transmitters of energy and vibration. Because being a human is a much more messy atomic arrangement. I would call it softer, not messy. <laughs> We are messy. Yeah. Messy as fuck. <laughs> I, at least here the yeah the, the, on the I'm SSP over here. We are the messiness that they are referring to. <laughs> yeah. Our atoms and auras are harmonized by interacting with the symmetrical crystal energy. So it's like we're aligned, which um, you know I, I feel that when I get my crystal healing. Um, so the. Tradition of using color for health and well-being has been practiced since ancient times, and the vibrant colors of crystals are one of the most potent aspects of their healing power. Science has proven that we are profoundly affected uh, both physically and emotionally by colors that surround us. I mean, color therapy is a whole thing. You know, like, if you're sad, color. put yellow around you. It's like it totally works. It's like, you know, seems silly, like, but it's true. I've got orange in every room in mm -hmm. my house. Yeah, there you go. I, I like green. Uh, I have a lot of plants. That's my green. <laughs> so think of how different you feel in a bright red room versus a pastel blue room, right? Yeah, big difference. Um, and that's like the same thing with like fast food. You know that all fast food is like red and yellow because it denotes like quickness. It like makes you feel like, um, first of all, it's like the color of food that you would eat is red and yellow. And then so it makes you hungry. Those colors are, they're totally like a, a mental cue. Red and yellow, when they're put together, is a mental cue for you to eat and do it quickly. Isn't that weird? I know. Just makes me think about yeah. the grocery store chain Food for Less, and their colors oh. are yellow and black. It makes me really uncomfortable, and I don't like it. Because black is not a good color for food. <laughs> I just don't like the, the yellow. And then it also just feels like a combination of like a Costco and a Safeway mm -hmm. yeah. inside. And yeah. I don't like, I'm, I just don't like it. Totally. Like I had like and one yeah. bad experience as a child and I'm like, never again. Don't right. Up there. Yeah. And I mean, you know, just talking about color as a as an influence, um, we just watched this Netflix show called Copenhagen Cowboy, which was made by this director NWR that did Neon Demon. Have you seen any of these? No. Oh, it's like art on screen. It's like it's slow Sounds and beautiful. It's like it's just because the guy I just learned has like a, a visual impairment. So like the stuff he makes is so intense in color because that's the only way he can see it and then he knows that it's intense so it forces him to film everything very slowly because if it was fast motion it would probably just like make you really put off because it's so is it intense. abstract or it's definitely is there a story there's a plot oh there's a plot but it's also like very assumed so like you could put your own meaning behind it and get your own story. It's like anyone could watch it and get a different story out of it. It's mm. like it's so awesome. So I mean, and the, yeah, I, I really liked it. It's um, it was really really beautiful. And this last Copenhagen Cowboy was all red and blue. Everything was red and blue, and um, just really beautifully done. Like, and they mm. would never cross to make purple. 
but it was all lighting. It was trippy. I was like, how is he doing this? And it just, it gave you this sense of like, like, um, I don't know, uh, not anxiety, but like anticipation. It made you feel mm. like, like, oh, when you see those colors, like you're going to anticipate something or there's yeah. something coming together. It was like this really interesting, like visual cues. So like, you know, color in film is a huge thing, right? Like people use that all the time. Um, yeah. So talking about colors and crystals, crystal color is a, is a big uh, influence on us when we're using them. So our chakra system is strongly energized and activated by specific colors, of course, because our chakra system is made out of these color vibrations. Crystals provide one of the easiest ways to add bright and organic pops of color into our homes and workspaces and will literally change your mood and energy with their uplifting rainbow hues. I mean, I like literally Taylor and I were saying we hang our crystals in the window certain times a day I just have like my whole kitchen is just sh covered in rainbows <laughs> it's like yep. it's my same. favorite thing <laughs> I love it. totally same yeah also there's a girl that I follow who has like all these prisms prisms and things like that and she talks about how she feels like every time like every day when that happens which obviously like on a cloudy day it's not gonna happen but mm -hmm. um that it's just like it's like that is a light cleansing of her home absolutely yeah i feel that so it's like have, even if yeah. it's like even if it's like a i mean a film it's still light like we have a lot of like that prism film on our windows mm -hmm. and so we get a lot of rainbows from that oh that's but fun. it's like it's the spectrum you know totally it's oh like, yeah no no it's it's putting the color spectrum the in there it's cleansing spectrum omg <laughs> you will. yes Same show. yeah so i'm just gonna quickly go over some history historic use here so uh because this is not new guys just so you know crystal healing is like way old um <laughs> in roman culture talismans and amulets of crystal were typical amongst romans uh it was considered useful in in, in enhancing health and attracting desirable things and providing protection in battle ancient egyptians uh let's see they they used healing crystals it was a very big historical proponent for the egyptians and they buried their dead with quartz on the forehead which was believed to help guide the the departed safely to the afterlife um pharaohs toted cylinders filled with quartz to balance the ba and ka energies of the body strongly associated with the sky goddess isis uh crushed lapis lazuli stones were notably worn by ladies of royalty like cleopatra upon the eyes to promote enlightenment and awareness uh dancers donned rubies in their navels that's like such a thing dude troll dolls oh, yeah troll oh, dolls yeah. Big time. <laughs> 90s what's up <laughs> That's so funny. And that would foster their sex appeal. Oh, no. Talk about pedophile things. What is going on? No. <laughs> Dude, you've got a strong theme today. I'm not meaning to. I'm so sorry. Can, you guys don't know, and we're not going to go into detail, but this was a theme of the pre-show conversation as well. So. Oh, dude. Dude. It was, this it's come about... It's come up about four times in the last hour. Oh, my God. Well, it was also because of a shocking story I heard. Yeah. Like, why is this happening? Oh, my God. What does anyway. it mean? Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. I just unplugged my computer. That's not good. Okay. Back on track. Wow. Woo. So, uh, yeah. Uh, da, 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 da. Well, um, in Egyptian culture, many wore, wore crystals over their heart to attract love and placed crystal-laden crowns upon their head to stimulate enlightenment of the third eye and the crown chakra. So, there you go. Egyptians were way into that. Chinese culture uh, commonly incorporates the use of healing crystals, including crystal-tipped needles that were used in acupuncture and pranic mm. healing sessions. 
and which is um, dating back over 5,000 years. So that's pretty cool. Ancient Greeks crushed hematite and was often rubbed upon social uh, soldiers' bodies prior to entering battle with the idea that it made them invincible. Interestingly, the word crystal thought to have been is thought to have been derived from the Greek word krustulos. Krustulos? I don't know. I don't speak Greek. <laughs> Meaning ice. <laughs> and until the 1500s, many ancients believed stones like clear quartz crystals were eternal ice sent from the heavens. The mythological story of Amethyst plays a vital role in the story of the god Dionysus and the goddess Diana, which we talked about on the first season. Um, with Oh, wait, we talked about that in the Wicca episode, right? The cult of Diana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hard Wicca. for me to know when Wicca episode. I, yeah, that was the Wicca thing. So uh, if you want to hear more about the Dionysus and Diana, Dianic cult, go listen to the Wicca episode in season one. Uh, I will always find an opportunity to tag another episode <laughs> in every episode. I'm going to plug the show in the show. Yeah, you know, we got a lot of info for you guys. Have you ever so, heard our show know. before? There's other episodes. You should <laughs> Yeah, so the, uh, it said that the word um, was the translation of sober or not drunken, something that Dionysus would have spent more time being, I guess. That's an interesting statement. So something about clarity, I'm sure, like sober clarity, right? Mm-hmm. In India, Ayurvedic medicine considers crystals valuable for healing emotional and metaphysical imbalances. The use of various crist- healing crystals is documented with the pages of the Hindu Vedas, which is also... Um, which I'm sorry, which also references each stone's specific healing abilities. Sapphires are thought to bring astuteness, clarity, and mental balance. And jasper is thought to bring harmony, sexual vitality, and balance those chakras. Uh, or What's base, I'm sorry, between... ba- balance base chakras, pardon me. Is, mm-hmm. is the difference between like a precious gemstone, like what you would consider a sapphire, versus a crystal like an amethyst or just yeah, a quartz? Yeah, it's like, like, like a gemstone How would be... rare they are? Yeah, like, and, and you know, the shape that diamonds are, that's not a natural atomic shape, right? Those are cut. So anything right. that's a polished cut stone would be a precious gem. And then, but like, um, but like, like but then if there's it's like, like raw, polished, and then there's just raw. But that's if it's like a raw rose polished. quartz that's cut like a diamond, I would call that, that, I would call that a precious. precious. I, would, I would call that a gemstone. That really? like she's Taylor's holding up a rose quartz that's been cut into a. It's just like a, a wand point little guy. Yeah, you could call that a gemstone. I've heard people call things like that gemstones. Really? Um, yeah, and then you know maybe we look it up and figure it out and. I'm sure Gemstone. Google has an answer for that. Definition. You want to see what the Google says? Let's see what Google says. <laughs> gemstone, also called a fine gem, jewel, precious stone, or semi-precious stone, is a piece of mineral crystal which, in cut and polished form, cut and polished. is yeah. used to make jewelry or other adornments. There you go. Exactly. So it has to be treated for that purpose to be a gem, a precious gemstone. Otherwise, it's, it's a crystal if it's just in its more natural form. <clears throat> you can have polished crystals and you can have raw crystals. Just like you can I'm, have raw diamonds as exactly, well. Exactly, right. Which just so, don't look like much, gotta be no, honest. No, they really don't. Uh, they look pretty crappy. And um, diamonds aren't really, you know, I don't thing. know if you guys know No, this, those, are, those are man-made. They're extraordinarily, well, diamonds are extraordinarily common. They're yeah. not oh, special. I'm sorry. They're they, not, a lot they're of not, them are man-made, but the, they are naturally occurring. Pardon there me. There are yeah. a lot of man-made ones. There are naturally occurring ones, but they're very abundant. And the preciousness or the value that we place on it's a diamond is It's all economics. It's all marketing. commerce. It's all commerce. It's all, 
De Beers just was like, how do we get people to buy these? Yeah, and, absolutely. And they made it up. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. The game is made up and the points don't matter. Right. There you go. Um, and, and, you know, I have a little section here about polished versus raw since we're talking about it. Perhaps similar to the belief that getting nutrients from real food is more potent than from a vitamin pill um, or I would even say from processed foods, right? Many crystal lovers find something uniquely organic and powerful about a crystal left in its raw form created by Mother Earth. There are, however, plenty of minerals who reveal hidden glamour once polished. Rainbow fluorite's beautiful layers are much more vibrant, as is the flash within labradorite and moonstone as examples. And polished crystals are often easier to lay on the body for crystal healing, as well as handy for carrying around in um, all those little spots we love to tuck our rocks, like in your bra. <laughs> fuck would you want to put a crystal in I know. Bra? That's like a really common thing. I've never done that, but that I do know that. It, I know. Well, that's what they're saying is if you have like, you know, your worry stone would probably sit in your bra. Probably. I guess a worry stone yeah, would, it would be fine. Yeah, it would be okay. Yeah, I'm not really a person to do that, though. I'll put jewelry on before I stick something I'm in my bra. I'm not down for discomfort. I know. Not not into that. And also, I, I remember, because I heard of that being a thing, I did put crystals in my bra one time. And you know what happened at the end of the day? I took my bra off on a tile floor, and they cracked. They fell on the floor, and they broke. <laughs> so, I, you know, I'm, that's, that's... Well, I guess that's how that was just meant to go. You know, so that as well as a, a warning to any lady who considers putting bra crystal things, you know, just don't let them fall on the floor and when you take your clothes <sighs> off at the end of the day. <laughs> just be thoughtful. Yeah, so uh, just be aware that polishing can sometimes unnaturally freeze a crystal's energy flow. So if a crystal doesn't feel alive to you in its polished form, definitely try to get your hands on a raw specimen. Uh, the energy difference can be quite amazing. So I guess that's up to your intuition and what you think about that kind of thing. So I thought that was interesting to add. Um, just a couple more notes here, and um, I'll hand it over to you. So we've got... Um, doo -doo -doo -doo. Um, oh, yeah. I've just... Uh, yes. Yes. Uh, a Japanese belief, scrying, which we talk about in the divination episode, yes. um, is a common practice in Japanese culture and is very similar to looking into a crystal ball. Again, a divination episode. We talk about how you can look into a crystal ball if you guys are interested. Mm -hmm. We uh, give you all the info, as we see some psychics do today, of course. Crystal coarse spheres were considered a representative... Oh, considered representative of the heart and dragon and signified their power and wisdom. Um, so that's real cool. This article also talks about electromagnetism and how um, the oscillation of the frequency is part of the healing and all of that. And I'll link that for you guys to read because um, we already kind of talked about it. Um, yeah, so there's another article here that I will link for you guys that have more of these things in them talking about the beginning of crystal healing and the renaissance. Um, yeah, it was a uh, part of the medical treatments in the Renaissance. That's just really interesting. So um, it's it's kind of just repeating some of the other stuff I said, just in the context of the Renaissance. So I'm not going to worry too much about it. Uh, but the last thing I wanted to mention is that it's a big focus in feng shui, which uh, was huge for me as a child. I don't know how, why I watched something on TV about feng shui and then I became obsessed and I feng shuied my whole room and like was very like aware of feng shui. Actually got my mom to rearrange my sister's bedrooms via feng shui because my sister Charlotte, who 
Taylor knows, was very volatile as a child and her bed was right in front of the door. Mm. And apparently that's like bad for feng shui and can actually make a kid really restless. And that was actually part of the feng shui video that I saw was a kid had a bed that was in line with the door and was like super like troublemaking kid. And then they softened the angles of the room by like putting like fabric or like little like it's like little tassels like they put like a lace thing with tassels like on these hard angles of the room and then they moved his bed away from the door and he was fine and so then I and then I told my mom I was like you should make their beds like go on the other side of the room away from the door and Charlotte totally evened out after we did that which was I mean you know she it's pretty crazy in my opinion so um yeah and um you know so this talks a little bit about how crystals in feng shui ground you down, they cultivate self-love, they can boost your energy, they can give you protection, they can attract abundance. And of course, in the, the you know, the um, spectrum of feng shui, there's different colors that belong in different corners of the room. And so you would use different mm-hmm. crystals, depending on if it's like the north or the, the west or things like that, um, to attract different things. So yeah, um, I'll, I'll link that so you guys can feng shui your crystals around your house. But I love feng shui. We should do an episode on feng shui. It would be we really should. Cool. I don't really know a lot about it. I feel like there's multiple perspectives on feng shui. I know that my office, as it is presently arranged, is not pro feng shui because... Ah. My desk, where I have my desk, like, uh, it faces out a window. It's facing east. I feel like directionally things are fine. Mm. But um, but the door is right behind me. Yeah. And so, like, which is supposed you, to make you feel anxious. But like it, a, I feel very comfortable. Like, that's good. But I also, like, very comfortable in my home. Like, yeah, 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 I don't yeah. feel unsafe at all. And so I'm just, totally. like, I'm not really worried about a door right there. Like, yeah. usually I'm on a video and I can see. And so right. it also just exactly. doesn't bother me. Like, I'm not worried yeah. about it. And then also, um, in feng shui, there's a lot of workarounds. Because, you know, there's, like, a forgiveness for the space that you're working in. Because, like, maybe your desk really can't go anywhere else in the room. And so then... I definitely could. But if it's on the south-facing wall where it originally was... Oh, yeah. That, ju- in the summertime, is it gets so hot. hot. Yeah. And so it's like... Well, then, that, like, I would I call that... Be... I would say that you can't do that. Yeah, like, that's yeah, not Yeah, I don't want to be over there. It's very right. fucking hot. Yeah, um, totally. So feng shui totally want... has allowances for that stuff. Yeah, yeah for sure. That would be an interesting mm-hmm. episode. I like it. It'd be funny. Yeah. I'm going to put it in the list. <laughs> anyway, so that's that's pretty much what I looked up. I got, got some books, got some articles. But yeah, y'all, crystals are freaking alive. They're moving around. They're alive. They're full of energy. Um. Okay, so what I'm going to get into is some more specifics on specific crystals. So... I was going to do top 10, but I looked up a couple top 10 lists um, per use. I did this this morning, so I went with the, the first two I found, and we're just going to go through it. And it's going to be more than 10, because these lists have different crystals on them. Hell yeah. So we're using OprahDaily.com. Thank you, Fabulous. Oprah. Oprah knows. Oprah's probably got a lot of crystals. <laughs> yes. Lisa Stardust wrote this for Oprah. And then we also have Stardust. Is that your birth name? <laughs> I mean, my your... my birth name is Music. So <laughs> she's like, I chose Lisa Stardust. Okay, so the Lisa grounds me, 
And that's that's real. This is my given name. We're the Stardust family. I love it. It's because they're fucking aliens. Nice. Just kidding, Lisa Stardust. You're probably not. Um, but DesertCitizen.com, that's where my other article comes from. It says it's by Desert Citizen. So we've got Desert Citizen and Lisa Stardust guiding us through the energy of crystals. So the first one we'll talk about is amethyst this is extraordinarily common and popular um jesse and i went uh backcountry camping on catalina island and there's <gasps> fun a what a amethyst. great time oh it was beautiful there's an amethyst vein out there um no way where, where we were camping and so we that heard makes about sense because that's an island mm-hmm. so it was probably formed by volcanic stuff right and then mm-hmm. that's where mm-hmm. crystals come from so anyway mm-hmm. i just love yeah. that that's cool yeah. Did you also know, because Jesse just read this whole book on, like, the history of California and Native California people, that um, before, like, after the last Ice Age, but before things really heated up, the water level was, like, 300 feet lower. That's why and there's so, all of those, like, oh, yeah, no, sorry. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, could, yeah. You could walk. You could walk <laughs> yeah, the from land Catalina to, like, the mainland of California. Totally, which right. Which just is, like... I mean, it's 26 miles across the sea is Catalina the song about Catalina. Catalina Island is the place yeah. to be. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Um, uh, and so, anyways, so we heard about this amethyst vein, and um, it was, like, kind of up this, like, riverbed, and we ended up finding it, and uh, we found, like, some raw, like, chunks of amethyst that we That's had in our home. amazing. I, I can't imagine finding stone. amethyst in the wild. That's yeah. Cool. It was very cool. Um, probably illegal what we did, but we took it. Um, you're not it's actually fine. supposed to take anything off of Catalina. I believe so. that. Yeah, I probably protected. Took an abalone shell. So that's just, th- those. Those they're <laughs> living things. They'll grow more. It's fine. It'll be fine. But we <laughs> took them. Um, so amethyst is very popular. Everybody knows amethyst. It's purple. Um, it's purple. It's gorgeous <laughs> and yeah. versatile. And, and it can be rainbowy if you get a good cut, for sure. That's yeah. true. It doesn't have to be purple, but it's very commonly purple. Mm-hmm. Um, and it targets the crown chakra. It is its crystal. Its powers really? are purportedly range from quelling anxiety to securing a good night's sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, and because it targets the crown chakra, which is a, it's like above your head. It's not like your head. It's like right above there. Yeah. The um, it brings a sense of physical and emotional tranquility. Ooh, I love. Its specific healing properties include easing headaches and migraines, helping with pain relief, and strengthening intuition. Ooh. Um, many believe that placing an amethyst geode by your bed will calm your mind and bring pleasant dreams your way. Very cool. Um, the it's also apparently called the sobriety stone. It helps mm. to elevate the psyche, grounds the mind, and protects from all sorts of negative energy. It encourages creativity, intuition, and calmness. Um, it all, you know, acts as a natural form of stress relief. Wearing one in your pocket amplifies positive vibes while cleansing the body of toxic emotions. Like we said, anxiety, fear, anger, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Um, it's a great Ooh. crystal for discovering your purpose and getting in touch with your authentic self. Um, and it's an excellent tool for calming your mind during meditation. Yeah, and you know, one one thing I've always heard about amethyst that I'm also seeing in this crystal Bible is that it guards against psychic attacks or energy vampires, mm-hmm. which is like mm-hmm. what I, I, I remember hearing that as like the original like thing that I ever heard about amethyst. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I won't take over your time with all my stuff here, but like 
there, there's different attributes in the feng shui. So like in here it says wealth, abundance, and self-worth. So I'll link that mm -hmm. for you guys so you can see the different reasons or ways that you would use these because they have different properties depending on how you cha uh, charge them, right? How you program them. Mm -hmm. You're saying this is, I'm using it for my feng shui, so it's going to do this. Or I'm using it for right. psychic protection, so it's going to do that. And, you know, whatever. Yeah. So yeah. I'll have all I the sources it. in the show notes. <laughs> As always, check the show notes. Um, the next one is rose quartz. This one I have the most, of any crystal, I have the most rose quartz in my home. Um, I have this cute little double point thing that we talked about earlier. Mm -hmm. I have a rose quartz heart oh, so that cute. a coach gave me. Because I, um, I was in her rose quartz masterclass. That's so and funny. I, have... I got a little tiny rose quartz heart from my healing touch class too for the same reason. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. And then I also have rose quartz bookends. Um, That's right. You told me about those. I'm so jealous. <laughs> they're beautiful. I love them. Um, but in case you don't know what a rose quartz is, which that would be kind of crazy. Oh, and I have a rose quartz um, face roller. Oh, yes. Me too. Um, and rose quartz was my very first stone that I ever had and it was given to yeah. me by a friend in high school Alex Van Leer who you might remember mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. anywho it's nice for like a roller or like something that you're using for like your face because it stays cooler than jade like jade really yeah. warms up and mm -hmm. um rose quartz stays colder um but this pinkish crystal it's peach pink pinky tones uh is wonderful when manifesting love and new relationships that can be um like uh, romantic love, self-love, um, platonic love, like friendships. It's not just like intimate romantic partner love. So if you're like, well, I'm in a relationship, like I don't need what I, like we all need love and yeah. also it's beautiful. So yeah. don't judge it. Um, and also but, like love can be more universal than that, right? Like spiritual, yeah. like God love, you know, like this, you mm -hmm. know, connection to the oneness. That's, that's a whole thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, also, if you're already stuck on an emotional roller coaster, rose quartz encourages reconciliation and empathy. Ooh. It's also said to bring a sense of inner peace, no matter your relationship status. Remember I told you the high heart chakra with the thyroid is connected to rose quartz, and th mm -hmm. the higher properties of the heart are what are attributed to that, which is what you just said, like empathy mm -hmm. and like reconciliation. That's mm -hmm. like, you know, taking matters into your own hands around the heart, which is, yeah, big Yep. Big high heart energy there. Yep, yep. And also, um, I guess it will bring like a rush of compassion, happiness, and forgiveness that pulses mm. through you. And the stone will assist you in letting go of negative emotions. It's said that Cleopatra bathed with chunks of it, harnessing mm. its powerful healing and anti-aging benefits. Stories have been told that Egyptian goddesses would gather tumbled rose quartz crystals by the Nile River, giving themselves a crystal facial to maintain their youthful complexions. Okay, so, sorry, gotta keep mm -hmm. interrupting you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I have a bag of, like, little crystal stones that sits on my toilet tank with all my other stuff that's on my toilet tank, and when I take a bath... <laughs> those crystals go in the bath and that's like a total thing like to use crystals put them in your bathtub because the vibration just amplifies in the water and you're totally taking it all in it's like mm -hmm. a transdermal effect right or like a transauric effect if you want to call it that and mm -hmm. crystal facials man i told you that's what my facial lady does like yeah yes it is amazing so um just yeah Yep, absolutely. <laughs> we love rose quartz. Um, 
The next one is black tourmaline. This Ooh, is love that an one. absorbent crystal that's said to be able to soak up all the negative vibes that come mm-hmm. your way, ridding toxicity. Associated with the root chakra, proponents of black tourmaline say it can ground you when life feels overwhelming. Nice. Um, Make sure you clear that one or set it next to a clearing one. I've had black tourmaline break on me at least three times, which is said to be because it's full. It's done. It's like oh. I it sucked up a lot of stuff and breaks so clear them clear them or they might break (laughs) watch out um the next one is selenite which we've talked about uh quite a bit here already it's a fave it's yeah i mean it's it's so you'll see it everywhere it's so cheap so inexpensive (laughs) this huge ass wand that i have which is probably like 13 or 14 inches yeah um i think i got this for like under ten dollars i know i got a huge one at like the arizona airport and got it for ron i was like i'm thinking yeah. about you he's like you're so weird <laughs> he's like you you you're saying you got it for me you got it for you <laughs> it stays by his side of the thanks bed. for this gift he was going through some hard stuff at the time <laughs> it's regardless it's aesthetic um so this says feeling perpetually exhausted it may be time for an aura cleansing. Mm. Selenite is the best crystal for rejuvenating the auric field around us. Um, I love how this article says, supposedly. The crystal supposedly <laughs> clears out the day's accrued bad vibes and envelops you in a more peaceful flow of energy. Use selenite like a wand around your body to help draw out all the energetic obstacles that stand in the way of attaining inner serenity. It does apparently dissolve in water, so keep it yes. in a dry place. That's true for several. And they of just these. kind of they just yeah. kind of like perpetually break down. So like especially yeah. selenite, it's like these very fine, long like strands or like hairs almost that make yeah. Up it's like selenite. A so you'll find mm-hmm. yeah you'll find like little little you know hair like dust that comes off right and it's 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 a high scratch value right so if you scratch it you'll see your nail mark like immediately it's yeah like you can definitely tell like if you i mean you can see this through the zoom yeah uh she's fallen off the desk a few times yeah she's a little banged up up, but yeah but it like kind of looks cool that way you know we're just, it just Do you remember being in uh, like a earth science class like freshman year and we had to like test, do the scratch test on like different rocks to see like what they would do? I don't remember Oh, that. yeah. I just, I have very specific memories of that class. I fucking hated that teacher. Oh, the, the red-haired lady, right? With had a mad, pregnant. bad time. No, she <laughs> oh, was a blonde was a different... lady. Was she blonde? Oh, I might have had a different teacher than you. I think you had a different teacher. Yeah. Because I had Miss... Uh, she ended yeah. up marrying Mr. Reno. What the fuck was her name? Oh, she would look like I a know. rabbit. She was very pale, had very, very light Did blonde she have hair. Curly hair? Was it curly? No, it was very no. straight. She was oh, a so real. She's not cute. Didn't like her. She oh no, no, no. Oh yeah, no. My teacher was like super fun and bouncy. She got pregnant that year, and that no. was like a whole. And she named her baby Leaf, and Mrs. Kaninenberg was pissed because she was like, "It's Leaf." <laughs> How can you do that? <laughs> name your child a mispronunciation of their name. And then I'm like, well, Elena spelled the maybe way she... that my name is spelled is technically also that. <laughs> maybe she chose Leaf and that's what she wanted. Yeah. You know? Like my name, Elena, should be pronounced Alana. It actually should be because it's but the you French. Have an, a- an AI. No, the French spelling of Alan is Alain, A-L-A-I-N. 
So it's pronounced Alon. And then putting the A on the end is kind of like a bastardization of that name. It's like naming a woman Timothea. (laughs) Oh, my God. I know. Um, Well, no, this this chick, I mean... She got engaged that year, but she was yeah, just I a remember real, that happening. I do remember, but I don't think she was my teacher. Yeah, Bible thumping cunty bitch didn't like it at all. <laughs> Anyways, um, so continuing on with Selenite, it's named after the Greek goddess of the moon, Selene. I didn't know Selene. that. I love oh, that. Selene. <laughs> Mr. G, you know what yeah, I'm talking about. I do. Um, Fun little Easter egg for anybody who yeah, does probably know totally. you, but that's fine. Um, <laughs> it's one of the very few minerals that has the ability to quickly unblock any stuck or stagnant energy to ensure a smooth flow of positive energy through your body or home space. Um, we already talked about that. Try placing your selenite crystals directly on your body. Oh, yeah. On areas that you want to focus your healing on to bring focused healing. Wow. On areas that you want to focus your healing on to bring focused healing to that area. <laughs> there you go. Shocker. We love a good sentence on the internet. Yeah. Oh, my um, God. It can also be used to help battle insomnia. Ooh. Place selenite under your pillow at night to help you get a restful night's sleep. That was what I did for Ron. I make him keep it by his bed. Yeah. Dude, I might secretly shove some selenite under Jesse's pillows. There you go. And then, the you know, that, like I said, that ear thing I had, that was selenite. So, you know. Yeah, I'm going to have to do this for this, like, headache that I've had here. And then um, I'm also going to do this, you know, for my prep before my... There you go. My meeting tomorrow. I like it. Fucking positive vibed. Yeah. I'm going to get so fucking vibed. Remember, uh, energy, energy 101, clearing. That's clearing. So after you clear, you still have to ground and protect and and fill in the cleared space with healing energy. Because you can't just be clear and open. That's a bad place to leave your energy. Okay, so wait, can you just give us a refresher? Sure. So clearing yourself with with anything is a great thing to do, right? Removing blocks or removing any stuck energy is is great. But then you run the risk of leaving that space just open and unfilled with um, what you would like to be there. So you may just naturally collect whatever comes towards you. So um, after you, it's uh, the rule is clear, ground, protect, right? That's a tried and true. Uh, saying in energy practice so after you clear ground your energy into you know grounded earth you can use tourmaline for that right so you can use crystals or you can just do a meditation and then um, put your hands over that so like a meditation Mm -hmm. like like you could like uh, visualize like roots going down yeah I always do a tree visualization tree visualization is my go-to because it's just like trees are in the ground straightforward (laughs) yeah (laughs) so I see myself becoming a tree right okay and then feel the that your like feet are turning into roots and going down Mm -hmm. into the and don't forget that you have root chakras small root chakras on your hands the palms of your hands and on the base of your feet those are called the star portals so you have um feet chakras that are connected to your root chakra and there's are also uh just as you have a trans uh physical i forget the name of it it's it's called the id point it's like six inches above your head that's Mm. your connection to like how you came into the earth and then um the there's also like six inches below your feet there is the earth star chakra so that one is like a burgundy color and it's in the ground it's in the earth at all times so if you're someone who's like living up above earth like you're always in a second story or something it's really important to get down 
onto ground level so that your earth star chakra goes down into the earth like it's supposed to. Mm. So um, you can like see your little foot star portals and your your, uh, earth star chakra and watch your little roots go down into the ground and really connect. I'm already getting like sparkles up my legs i can feel literally charging really that in the bottom yeah right so there you go because all you need to do is see it to activate it it's like if you know about it you're you're tuning into it you're activating it and then um after that because now you're you're grounded so you're not just pulling energy from yourself that's not a good idea that's like a battery trying to run itself right so that's mm. not it which uh, something uh, just total tangent here heartbeats by the way when your heart is resting, it's positive on the outside and negative on the inside. And when it pumps and makes a contraction, it goes um, opposite, po- uh, negative on the outside, positive on the inside. So like your heart is just like a little battery that's uh, polarizing back and forth. So, you know, we're just little batteries. So you got to plug your battery in, plug your battery into the ground and then get your hands charged. You just see some healing light around your hands and put it over those areas that you cleared and infuse it with healing energy and and all the things you want in that area so that it's not just left open to whatever you happen to collect there so that's um you know intention right make sure that you're not just clearing stuff out so you know whatever whatever you want to pull in just think about what that is and put it in there all right i love it (laughs) i love it we needed that little reboot It's great to know. Keep Hell in yeah. Mind, people. There you go. Practical magic. Okay. <laughs> um, the next one that we'll talk about is citrine. Um, Ooh, love citrine. It is a... That was my first pendulum with citrine. Thanks, yep. Dad. Love citrine. I have a little, a little citrine here. Did you know that 99% of citrine is actually just heat-treated amethyst? I did know that it was amethyst in a different color. That's right. It's I forgot though, really so I appreciate. So a citrine that. actually looks more like a smoky quartz. It's not yes. really like bright yellow. The bright mm-hmm. yellow that you see that's called citrine is heat treated. Yes, amethyst. I I appreciate that reminder. I'd forgotten mm-hmm, that fact. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So this little this little fake citrine I have right here. <laughs> This little heat treated. You can amethyst. just program it, program it to be citrine properties, right? And then you exactly, can <laughs> exactly. And that's where, yeah, sure, it's got vibes, and we put the energy into it that we want. And so, the color is important. If it's yellow, it's giving you that color energy, so that's okay. Yep, yep, yep. So um, it's said to help those that are feeling stuck for an instant jolt of confidence. Uh, Lisa Stardust suggests placing citrine on your belly or solar plexus chakra while resting, and it will supposedly loosen up the knotted energy within and restore good vibes. Um, mm. It originated. I from like the that French verbiage. Word. Loosen mm-hmm. up the knotted energy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Untangle. Untangle exactly. Yeah. Um, it originated from the French word citron, meaning lemon. Citrines are known to attract abundance as well as boost self-esteem, and it will help you harness your individual and unique talents to create abundance. That's like an, a big abundance stone. Yeah. That's how I've really like learned about citrine is like nice. attracting abundance. It will warm your heart and soul with confidence and clarity. Mm. Um, it also opens the higher mind to accept joy in one's life, releasing negative feelings and anger, deep fears, and destructive tendencies. Mm. And it's also an excellent crystal for overcoming depression. Citrine reduces the sensitivity to criticism and inspires self-expression and creativity it raises self-esteem by letting go of the past allows one to move ah, allows one to move forward optimistically enjoying new experiences it's also referred to as the merchant stone because it can help bring prosperity to business owners so carry one in your pocket or purse to attract abundance into your life i love that 
Yeah, and of course, color yellow is a solar plexus, right? The sense of self, your self-expression. A lot of those things connect to that, what you were saying. So that's really cool. Mm -hmm. The next one is jade, beautiful jade. I love jade. Um, That was, I think, my first love was jade. Because of Big Sur going to Jade Cove Mm. and, like, looking for jade on the beach. (laughs) It's so beautiful. I love Mm -hmm. the color. Um, We could all use some more luck in our lives, which is what makes jade so popular. Oh, yeah. Um, It's a portable lucky charm. Jade is said to bring abundance and prosperity in the material realm. Think dollar signs. (laughs) And in the social sphere. Wearing jade on your left hand or wrist is said to help bring in blessings from the universe. Alternatively, jade rings are quite elegant. Oh, yeah. Too. I think jade is beautiful. It's huge I in agree. Chinese culture, too, for, abu- oh, for, yeah. for financial abundance. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. There's another stone that looks like jade but is not jade, and it starts with an A. I think I had that right here, actually. I was uh, literally just looking at it. There's... um. Where's it at? I was like literally just looking at it. And I was like, that looks, it's not Amazonite. Is it Amazonite? It is Amazonite. Yeah, I, I have some of that. I do too. I have a bracelet that is Amazonite. Mm-hmm. I'll show you. I have like a little raw piece. It look, looks more like glass. It almost looks fake. I, I don't know if it's real. <laughs> I got it as a gift. <laughs> I don't know. I got this Ooh, from, from a different coach. Yeah, Ooh, it like looks that. like jade, but it's Amazonite. It's really pretty. And I do have a jade bead <clears throat> bracelet. Yeah, it's nice. I also got an Amazonite um, gua sha stone. Ooh. It did nice. break. I dropped it and it broke, so I need a new gua sha. Uh, but, um, but Amazonite, you know, just so you know, just because it, it looks like jade don't mean it's jade yeah and um, amazonite isn't you know it's not a bad thing to have around no it's, it's a um, good thing yeah what is it it's a it it's a it, it has many metaphysical powers ah tremendous a, healing abilities i guess it's similar to jade uh, oh yeah and it's supposed luck. to it's supposed to be like shungite it's supposed to help with emf oh, so uh, microwave also, cell phone stuff yeah mm, it's known as the gambler's stone encouraging mm. good luck and fortune Having a, has a soothing effect on the nervous system, um, soothes tense and aggravated situations, and to enhance Ooh. love. It's associated yeah. with the throat and the heart. I'm seeing that here, too. Yeah, and that it helps mm-hmm. with, oste- it's good for your bones, osteoporosis, tooth decay, calcium deficiency, calcium deposits, metabolic deficiencies. That's interesting. Calcium problems. Yeah. And muscle spasms. Hmm. Yeah, so it's supposed to be really helpful for electromagnetic smog and bone health. Calcium. Either too much calcium or not enough calcium. (laughs) I'd be surprised if somebody had too much calcium. Like, how are you doing that? Oh, like deposits, yeah. Or like, I'm sure, you know, part of it is like when you get, um, you know, when you you get um, hardened. Yeah, or when you get like deposits, like calcium deposits from hardened adrenaline. That's Mm. a whole thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yo. Okay. Next one we have is clear quartz. Um, press reboot on your life with clear quartz, a multi-purpose essential for any crystal collection. I actually don't have any clear quartz. I don't um, either. Funny. Well, like, do I, I actually got crunchy? some for Christmas and then I gave it away. Yeah. Which maybe I'm not. Weird. Yeah. Um, which I was. I No. It came in a little wrap of Palo Santo and I. I have a ton of that right now, and I didn't want to unwrap it from its pretty little bouquet of, like, dried things and Palo Santo and, like, 
clear quartz and I just had so much that I like used it as a re-gift. I was like, it's a sweet thing, and I, I would keep it if I you needed said, it, but I didn't. No. So. <laughs> hey, it, it went where it wanted to go. Exactly. Look, it, it, it went where it was needed. So it's a multi-purpose essential for any crystal collection known as a master crystal. Clear Quartz is all about dimming the inner noise and clarifying your goals. The popular geode supposedly, we love that, has all-purpose healing properties. Place your new clear quartz by the window to soak up solar energy, which will in turn transfer to you and possibly shine away the bad. Oh, possibly. Possibly. <laughs> the, it's debatable, but it's a cute idea. Uh, okay, uh, there's another little, little snippet. Let's see if any of this is different. Known to help with goal achievement and protection, it's especially useful for activating the crown chakra, which controls how we think about and perceive situations. When you wear quartz jewelry or have a large stone in your home, it can aid in opening up the mind and elevating negative perspectives. Does that mean like transmuting them, like going from negative to positive? Like It sounds like it. Yeah. Because like, like I mean, elevating I negative perspectives could be a bad thing that sounds an interesting like a wrong, way yeah i mean it's an interesting way to say it but yeah still wrong. you're right it seems like yeah you're you're negative we're gonna just go ahead and elevate those more intense <laughs> we're gonna put the negative um perspectives way up here and we're gonna look right. at them and we're gonna believe them yeah um oh th- this crystal truly makes for a great choice for your very first crystal a fun mantra to use with clear quartz is i am crystal clear on my intentions and goals Repeat it during meditation to strengthen the will of your purpose. Hmm. All right. Just tap it into some subconscious mind reprogramming. Yeah, we were talking about that, I think, on the last episode. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure we were. On the manifestation. Yeah, feels that's correct. right. Feels very totally. correct. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, clear quartz, get it, don't have it. But I do have rutilated quartz, and um, I got this when I was in that Rose Quartz Masterclass, um, and it was like that module was about crystals and it was like you know the homework was go to a crystal shop and just like notice what crystal you're drawn to and like get Mm, that like without looking it up without knowing what you're going for just go and get what you're drawn to yeah i landed on this rutilated quartz which rutilated quartz has i believe it's um like iron deposits like inclusions um that's the rutilation element of it um hmm. let's see if i can i had this pulled up and then i guess i closed it like a fucking idiot uh let's see <laughs> it's a variety of quartz which contains <laughs> needle-like inclusions of rutile i think it's iron it's used for whatever blah 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 blah, blah. <laughs> inclusions mostly look golden but they can also look silver copper red or deep black um, and they can be like distributed in random bundles or like more mm. intense clusters or sometimes arranged in like a star like pattern. Um, they, uh, they're beautiful. So <laughs> spiritually, I can't, I think I like legit might have closed. Oh no, maybe this is what I wanted to say. So once I looked up related quartz, I'll just tell you what I remember from the thing when I looked it up is that this is a, crystal that much like many crystals you don't choose rutilated quartz rutilated quartz chooses you got it and 
Uh, so that's like if it's making an appearance in your life, like it came for your ass in a good way. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can set aside your self doubt and fears and listen to its guidance from the other side. So it like connects you with your spirit team, connects Ooh. you with the angelic realm. Love it that. helps to accelerate manifestations. Hell yeah! And like helps you uh, like really get where you're going. Um, and it's also called Venus's hair, the Venus's hair stone. After its fine golden hairs, the ancients were drawn to its glistening luster, a distinctive oh. characteristic that was incorporated into jewelry for the extra touch of glamour and sparkle. Interesting. Um, I didn't yes, know that. Yes, but it has supercharged energy. It, in, it enhances your intuition um, and it cleanses and recharges all chakras. So it's associated with its powerful or wait so what the fuck by cleansing and recharging all chakras the related related quartz crystal meaning is associated with its powerful cleansing that's a fucked up sentence i fucking hate the internet sometimes (laughs) basically shit's powerful clears all the chakras it's a powerful it's a powerful healing cleansing energy um, because it's, it consists of clear quartz, so it's like a big energy conductor and magnifier, making it a popular healing tool. Mm. Um, and the multivitamin of crystal healing medicine. Wow. Um, this special gem has an added twist. It's sprinkled with the heavenly dust of angels. Uh. <laughs> well, do you know about, do you know about, what is it called? Um, uh, dang it. I can't remember what it's called. It's a uh, bloodstone. Do you remember? Yeah. Do you yes. know about the belief behind bloodstone? I don't know about the belief behind it, but I know that it's like supposed to protect you. Like it's supposed to have Jesus's blood in it. Oh. That's like the whole thing is like it's Jesus's blood in the bloodstone. Oh, Where? Oh, Jesus I Christ! Know. Nope, didn't know about that. <laughs> that didn't funny. know about yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, so like, where do they find that? Because did Jesus die everywhere? He just go around bleeding. Like, hey, I mean, found? arguably, if he's omnipresent, right? Maybe he's just putting his blood in stuff as time goes on. Well, look, now we're confused. <laughs> Jesus is the son of God. God's omnipresent. Jesus yeah. is a man. Well, was he? I mean, he's dead God. now, so. <laughs> so his blood <laughs> could really be anywhere if you think about it. He's just you know, putting it in. He's just omnipresent blood, shit like that. <laughs> you see blood, could be his. I don't know. <laughs> Forensics, get over here. God damn it. <laughs> I just think that's so funny. It's Spiritual got angels, angel dust and Jesus blood. I'm like. <laughs> uh, duh. Obviously. Jeez. I can't I'm like I'm into the atomic that. structure stuff. I don't know. For all this. the things you believe, you don't think that's Jesus's blood and you don't I think know. this is angel hair. Like, who are you? This is full of angel hair. All right. It's the it's the hair of my guys. All right. They there gave it go. to me. Yeah, it's, it's gorgy porch. There, yeah, look at that. It's so it's cool. It's not as good in this video, but it's good. No, I can see it. Yeah, it's got some rainbows in it. Look yeah, at that. Yeah, yeah. There you gorgy. go. There you go. There you go. Yeah, I love it. See it. Anyways, this is cool, and it was cool when I was doing this program. This was before I planned and decided that I was going to quit my job and like start my life coaching business. And uh, and I think by the like I think I got this in like the new year like probably around January of like 2021 and I ended up quitting my job within like six months of that. Mm. So oh wow yeah talk about tuning into intuition accelerating my executing my goals. Anyways, yeah. that's related quartz. It's pretty fucking cool. I love um, it. The next one is rhodochrosite. Rhodochrosite. Rodoc- I'm oh. probably saying it wrong. I don't know. It's I don't know. pink. It's pink. Hmm. How can you mend a broken heart? 
with these science-backed tips, of course. But also, that's linking to another article. Thanks, Oprah. Um, <laughs> but also, those who believe in crystal healing say, supposedly. Is it this one? Rhodochrosite. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. I think, like, some Ooh. of it is pretty and some of it's kind of ugly. Some of it kind of looks like raw meat a little bit, which yeah. I'm just not into that. Yeah. Um, but this stone is practically made for breakup recovery. Ooh. Use rhodochrosite, which stimulates the heart chakra, while meditating to build up self-love and confidence, instilling a positive outlook. The pink crystal may just set you up for your next romantic adventure. Mm. Oh, it also says it's this par excellence for healing sexual abuse. Oh. And it tracks your soulmate. But um, <laughs> soulmates are not always the thing you're looking for. It's like it might not be blissful. It could, it could be someone who's there to teach you a lesson. Watch Straight out. up. Also, Which is always, of course, for your higher good. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, exactly. We love to right? learn. Yeah, we love yeah, pain. Yeah. We love to learn. Bring um, it. Wow. Go. This has a lot. I've never even heard of this. This thing is like um, got a lot of info here. Um, teaches the heart to assimilate painful feelings without shutting down and removes denial interesting uh clears solar and base chakras right so uh the, the the lower three chakras the physical ones as we would say uh bringing painful and repressed feelings to the surface allows you to acknowledge it's a very healing stone very. i've never even heard of it this is really interesting Cr i told you it's made for breakup therapy yeah confronting ir irrational fears and paranoia um improves self-worth and soothes emotional stress uh yeah and then it says for the the body it relieves asthma respiratory problems purifies your circulatory system kidneys poor eyesight normalizes blood pressure stabilizes heartbeat so it's good for circulation um and invig invigorates the sexual organs uh dilates blood vessels relieves migraines hey <laughs> that's a good one which uh, you know migraines are a circulation based the boner stone yeah, so that's a uh, and balances the thyroid. Wow, everyone get some rhodochrosite in your life. Spelled with an H R H O. Rhodochrosite. Yeah. So yeah, Ooh. go get it. Find I've a pretty never one. Heard of there that. are that's a really there good are one to some know about. pretty ones and there are plenty of ugly ones. Yeah, I see I this one I've has like it looks like ones. flowers. Like this one looks all floral, and then there's yep. another one that looks kind of like you said like, like raw meat. <laughs> looks very raw meat esque. Yeah. yeah. I like that. Um, the next one we have is lapis lazuli. Oh, I love lapis lazuli. I have a lapis. sphere. Lapis. Lapis. A, yeah. Lapis. Um, I have never been attracted to it, but I have after a ring that I always wear. It, I have a necklace I always wear. It's it's arguably my favorite. Yeah. Especially well, with the gold flecks. I'm not surprised. Okay. Because it's undoubtedly the best crystal to keep at your work desk or your work from home corner. The blue, blue crystal encourages a free flow of ideas amongst colleagues. It encourages clarity and directness, which is especially helpful during Mercury retrograde. Hello, oh my God. Lazuli. We need you right now. Yeah. An <laughs> astrological trend. We know about Mercury retrograde. Listen to the episode about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we did it two episodes ago, guys. <laughs> yeah. um, so Lapis Lazuli. Never been interested in it, but I'm like, ooh, like I like creativity. and. It's and also very, it's a precious one i think the sphere that i bought is very small it's probably like an inch diameter sphere and it's it was like 45 bucks like it's but it also had a lot of gold flecks in it so you can get cheap. you can get 
lapis that's more just blue without all of the definition in it and that's less expensive or you can get really like stripy defined lapis and that's more expensive but um I do love me some lapis jewelry and I I had to get the sphere when I saw it I was like that's mine <laughs> it was apparently um a pigment that was used a lot for painting in ancient times oh I love and that. I also feel like I stumbled upon a reel at some point in the last couple of weeks where somebody used this as an eyeshadow. Ah, interesting. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I know it's it's got a lot of historical connotations. I didn't know about that. That's really cool. Yeah, so it's gorge. I'm going to probably yeah. need to get some. Um, the next one is Chrysocolla. Oh, I just turned as... to. Look at what I just turned to without even Un- trying. Unreal. Lapis I just lazuli. flipped the book open to lapis lazuli. Oh, but you can see here, you like you add? can see the the difference here, the the, the really gold one versus like the more the plain raw. one. I like the yeah, raw. yeah. So then, um, uh, yeah. Let's see. Alleviates pain, migraines again. Overcomes depression. Benefits respiratory. It's a lot like the last one. Um, it's actually like a combo of the last two that I. Honestly, the there's a lot there. of crossover, so it's kind yeah, of like, what of do you like? What do you feel drawn it's a, to? Yeah, totally. Um, diaphragm is good for your sternum. Interesting. Uh, taking charge in life, revealing inner truth, self-awareness, self-expression. Really need don't like hold back. Don't help. compromise. Right. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes you can hurt your sternum. <laughs> <laughs> it's just <laughs> so specific. You know. Okay. So I am a manifester, and uh, my sign. Right, in human just design, in I am a man. Sorry, guys. About. Yes, we're talking about human design now. Just a little whiplash there for y'all. Because you know that um, we always do. Yeah. Will we do uh, an episode? No. So this is hilarious <laughs> because it talks about um, we're uh, releasing repressed anger and uh, opening the throat for communication. No wonder you fucking love this shit. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, manifestors, y'all, when we're not in alignment, we get angry and a lot of times we're not in alignment because we're not communicating we're not using our throat chakra properly and so if you're not stuck in doing that pleasing yeah, exactly so and taylor helped me really own that part of my personality thank you very much taylor. y'all are made <laughs> to be pleasing the people just gotta do boo-boo. oh my god it's so funny and so yeah lapis is like my number one <laughs> go figure It's the antidote to my manifesting energy. And I just want to use that as a nice little example of how you are drawn to the energy that you need. That's true. Good, good point. Yes, ma'am. Okay, Okay, Mm -hmm. because energy is real. Yep. And um, that's all I have to say about that. And then I'm going to keep saying other things about it, more specifically as we get into more crystals. Absolutely. God, I love this anecdotal I know. It's amazing, right? Um, I didn't even plan on that. That was just proof in the pudding right there. (laughs) That's a spiritual spectrum podcast for you. I love it. We 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 wanted this. We are fucking aligned as fuck, dude. <laughs> All right. I'm I love it. The next one is chrysocolla. Mm. Um, think about it as an all-in-one crystal because it aids all of the chakras. Kind of sounds like what did I say? Uh, Root-related quartz does that too. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, so in doing so, chrysocolla helps the body tune into its psychic sensibilities. Who knows? Mm. You might be seeing a flash of the future. <laughs> While meditating or just sitting around, place chrysocolla on any of your chakras or energy points in your body to reactivate them and help them perform to their best ability. Nice. Cool. cool. There you go. If you want to do that, no pressure. Um, the next one we have is, is it hematite? 
hematite. You got it. They call this, uh, Desert Citizen calls this the bad vibe bouncer. Ooh. All right. So this dark gray metallic crystal is known for shielding from psychic attacks and negative energy. Mm. It's one of the most powerful stones used for grounding. By grounding yourself, you claim ownership of your energy and feel balanced, centered, and ready to accomplish any task. Hematites absorb negative energy from your body, calming you in times of stress or worry. When Mm -hmm. hematite touches your skin, you can immediately feel a shift in energy. Wear a hematite stone bracelet or carry one in your pocket to feel more stable, balanced, and centered. It can also help help you find your own unique talents by releasing and lifting any self-imposed limitations. Nice. And that's one that... um... I think I always went to for grounding and clearing. And uh, mm. it's also very, it's one of those ones that'll break. I had a hematite ring. Didn't drop it. Just broke off my finger one day. <laughs> it was full of your bad vibes. and it There you to, go. It yeah. Move and on I didn't know about my clearing. Form. That was actually like when I was a teen. Yeah. So I had no idea like what, how to clear or anything like that. A lot of like, bad yeah. vibes as a teen. You know, teens go through a lot of stuff. <laughs> Dude, teens, teens are full of bad vibes. Yeah, it's like yeah, being yeah. a teen is. It's like being a teacher. I have 85% to remind bad vibes. Kids, I have to remind them and myself. Like kids are cruel, man. Kids are mean. Like they don't know. They don't. They don't understand like how severe yeah. they're being at times. Oh you know, yeah, they just haven't been alive long enough to really understand. Yeah. So kids, kids are I mean. feel <laughs> a lot of. Uh, I feel, I feel real bad when I think back on how mean I was as a child. Me too. Absolutely. I yeah. Was not nice. It's you know it's part of bouncing around and trying to find out where you belong. You know it's totally normal. It's like yeah, especially yeah, yeah. yeah when I see like what my students go through at times. I'm just like yeah, kids are mean. <laughs> kids are bad. Okay. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Probably lots of people won't get that reference either. No, but come on. It's okay. If you don't, if you don't get that reference, it's time to it's time to go back to some '90s, 2000s television. <laughs> Who the fuck are you? Yeah, right. Why are you listening to this show? Actually, it has nothing to do with spiritual things. It just has to do with pop culture. All right, next stone <laughs> is Tiger's Eye. I fucking loved Tiger's Eye as a kid. Ah. Um, it was like one of my go-to. I think you introduced me to that too, because it was like I had never heard of it before. You, I think, beautiful. didn't you have a bracelet of? I'm trying all kinds of shit. Anytime I had an opportunity to buy some kind of stone thing, I pretty much went tiger's eye. Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. It's called the confidence builder. Um, And it carries masculine energy. This brown stone helps us build confidence and self-belief. I probably needed that shit when I was a child. You know, like you're drawn to what you need, you know? Straight up. (laughs) Promoting success, it will provide the willpower motivation, with the willpower and motivation you need to take action to achieve success. I was really worried about this. And I was like six. Um, it will help you remain <laughs> calm even in hectic situations. I probably needed that. Um, aiding in your ability to be a successful leader. Hmm. Love. Wear awesome. a tiger's eye jewelry piece or carry one in your purse when you need to get out of your own way. Look at the crystal and see all the lines going in different directions. It helps you remember that there are many roads to success. Be open to seeing things from another perspective because it might lead you to a pot of gold. Ooh. I fucking oh. love that. Um, also, like, can Tiger's Eye be kind of like red brown? Because I remember it being more reddish, like a like a like a dark orange kind of. So, like, because I have a couple of them, so I've gotten like these candles that are like you know an intention setting candle, and it's got hmm. crystals in it that are you know like intuitively Fun. placed in the candle, and then it. when you burn it all out, you have these little 
those little dudes. And yeah. I and so I think I got like a couple of tiger's eye here. One of them is a little bit more red. One of them is a little bit more like the yellowy brown color that mm. I um, associate with the tiger's eye primarily. But that's pretty cool. We love it. One of my words for this year is confidence. Like, mm. because I feel like I'm a Leo rising. I come off as very confident, but have struggled with a lot rising of... Rising is not necessarily embodying. It's what, how other people perceive yeah. you. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So, but I want to, like, fully embody it and, like, have no doubt. Like, oh, no yeah. doubt of my skills, no doubt of my abilities. Like, Huge. no doubt that I can create success, achieve success, consistently be successful. Yeah. We are embodying confidence from the tippity that. top to the tippity bottom. Yeah, amazing. See, yeah, yeah, I'm a a Virgo rising, so everyone's like, you're so on top of everything, you're so organized, and I'm like... like, ha, 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 I have systems in place to prevent Uh, failure. (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly right. I'm like, no, I'm a huge mess, and I just make sure that I don't let myself be a mess. (laughs) I let the mess happen, and I go, oh, how how do I not... Okay. (laughs) Oh, God, I better set an alarm and put something in my calendar. Exactly. (laughs) Um... Not that that's going to definitely cover your ass, but most no, of the time it helps. Well. <laughs> it helps. <laughs> it's not a fail-safe all the time. It's not a fail-safe all the time. Um, <laughs> okay, the next one is aquamarine. Ooh, is tell me about courage. that. I want to know more about that. Ooh, ooh. Courage and protection. Aquamarine. Hey, look what I just opened up to now. Unreal. <gasps> Chalcedony. That's my street. Dude. And also, what's funny is that everybody in San Diego calls it Chalcedony. And so if you try to That's, say Chalcedony, yeah. when I was talking to the property manager of this apartment that we live in now, and I was like, oh, I'm calling about the apartment on Chalcedony. He's like, Chalcedony? Like, in a condescending way. I'm like, all right, you fucking idiot. Yeah. Chalcedony. And so <laughs> I, can't, like, I can't even call it Chalcedony to anybody because nobody will know what I'm talking That's about. That's so Funny. We just call the street Chels. We don't even call it Chalcedony, but that's yeah, so they're fucking funny. idiots. But oh Chalcedony's a beautiful stone. Yeah, that's hilarious. You know, I think I, I think weirdly, I did not realize I had some Chalcedony. It's mm. one of my students gave me something that looks exactly like this. Oh, I'm, I'm pretty sure I have some. Anyway, Ooh. I just thought that was funny. I was going to look for Aquamarine, and I just opened yes. up to your street name. And there's Beryl. Hey, what's up, Beryl? Hey, anyway. which Beryl is a beautiful stone. Um, yeah. I kind of want some Beryl in my life. Um, okay, so Aquamarine. It's about courage and protection. It's a stone of enlightenment, spiritual awareness, and the ability to become attuned to your own emotions. It mm. has a unique ability to soothe and calm others as well as its holder. Used often with the throat chakra. So- Shot- the chakra. The throat chakra. (laughs) Aquamarine can be (laughs) fucking a often used with the throat chakra. Aquamarine can I can say my R's can be used to promote verbal self-expression. It is Mm. okay. So I need some aquamarine in my life. Um, It's often (laughs) used. That's actually really ironic. Yeah. Stumbling like a motherfucker over here. Um, It's often used to enhance spiritual communication and clear communication blocks. Aquamarine facilitates the releasing of old patterns of behavior that no longer Mm. serve. We love that. And that actually inhibit one's growth. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. Get some aquamarine. Um, This gem can improve your intellectual prowess so that you can come up with solutions on the fly. 
Many also use aquamarine to help with reasoning and promoting logic. It will infuse you with energies of perseverance and discipline and even reduce procrastination. I can use wow. aquamarine the last one. This is a great I one. Like, you know, I feel like I am aquamarine in a lot of ways. You know, you know the, I saying? was going to say, like, it's so funny, too, that, like, my ears perked up when you said that. I'm like, I want to know about that one because I'm like, oh, like, yeah. Like, I mm-hmm. think we could both use some aquamarine in our lives just because it's it's like right on par with why not like amp up your vibes right and then Mm -hmm. like it says here it's a it's a it counteracts the forces of darkness yes and um procures favor from spirits of light and was carried by sailors as a talisman against drowning oh that's really interesting and it has an affinity with sensitive people um yeah wow it overcomes judgmentalism Gives support to anyone overwhelmed by responsibility. Encourages taking responsibility for oneself. Mm, uh, creates that. personality that's upright, persistent, and dynamic. Can break old self-defeating programs. Hey, life coach. Hi. <laughs> oh my god, this is so funny. I feel like I'm having a, a, a like a discovery moment with Aquamarine right now. It calms the mind. Uh, removes extraneous thought, filters information, reaching the brain, clarifies perception. Again, we're talking about the RAS here, aren't we? Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Sharpens the intellect, clears confusion, brings unfinished business to conclusion. Um, so, wow, it uh, creates closure on all levels, clears yep, blocked communication. Provides yeah. emotional release. Yes. Helps you wow. let go of old emotional issues and move on from them, including the loss oh, of a loved one. Oh, and it regulates hormones. Hey, okay. Yeah. I gotta get some aquamarine. Dude, wow. This is a great one. How funny. And it also And it's good for autoimmune. Become... Good for mm, autoimmune diseases, that. immune system, and uh, hay fever. Ron needs some of that. <laughs> and it also will, uh, you will become more likely to forgive yourself and those who have hurt you in the past. Oh, wow. What a good one. Good, good, good. I love that. Need some aquamarine. Amazing. Love it. Gorge, gorgy porge. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, we have two more. The next one is Carnelian, the motivator. I fucking love Carnelian. I have a Carnelian necklace. Yeah, I'm not familiar with it. It's gorgeous. Ooh. It's orange, so no surprise. What that a I fun love it. little excuse to use this book. I've never really explored this book before today, so this is really cool. Hey. Yeah. Thanks, universe. I know. Um, so Carnelian is known as a stone of motivation and endurance, mm. leadership, and courage. Carnelians oh. have protected and inspired throughout history. Ancient warriors wore carnelian around their neck for courage and physical power to conquer their enemies. It's a stabilizing crystal, perfect for anchoring in the present. Its high energy helps restore lost vitality and motivation and stimulates creativity for new pursuits. It improves concentration and removes extraneous thoughts in daydreamers and during meditation. It is um, carnelian in its beautiful shades of orange stimulates the sacral chakra or second mm-hmm. chakra located below the navel and above the pubic bone of the front of the pelvis when it is in balance you have grace feel pleasure in life and find you are flexible and can go with the flow and do so in good spirit yeah. uh, these stones make for a perfect gift for a loved one nice removes the fear of death that's a good thing we love that <laughs> It's also funny enough because you said you were connected to this stone. Its sources um, from uh, several different uh, areas of the world, but one of the places it comes from is uh, connected to our lineage. It's from Czech 
Republic, Slovakia, oh. Romania, so like Eastern Europe, which is like hey. our heritage. Yeah. So that's really cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Very, very nice. Good for um, mental energy and getting out of lethargy. Lethargy. Um, oh, also overcoming abuse. It complements the other stone that we were talking about. That's cool. Mm. Interesting. Love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very cool. Anywho. Um, the last one. Uh, yeah. Oh, wait. Did you want to add something? No, 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 no. I was just saying it says a lot of the same stuff you just said, so that's cool. Yeah. The last one that I have to talk about, unless there are ones that you also want to bring up, um, the last one I have is Moonstone. Oh, yeah. Which is for emotional balance. Uh, A stone for new beginnings. Moonstone is a stone of inner growth and strength. It soothes emotional instability and stress and stabilizes the emotions, providing calmness. Moonstone enhances intuition, promotes inspiration, success, and good fortune in love and business matters. Traded between couples or worn on your own, it's a balancing stone with a very relaxing effect on most people. Wearing one, I love how they say wearing one in your pocket, can help instill (laughs) feelings of composure in those who wear it as well as peacefulness. This stone helps to promote love and eroticism in people as well by triggering kundalini energies and promoting blood flow. That's something I'm trying to learn more about and get in more connection with is unlocking the kundalini. It's a huge thing in energy that I have not explored that I'm learning about that I'm excited about I have a client who went to like a kundalini retreat um and she learned how to see auras well that's the thing about kundalini energy yeah is it supposed to like unlock all of your energetic powers like and that you know okay back into sounds trippy as right like back into conspiracy land and all that fun stuff that I love so much is um that like a big thing about like how the world has been formed like and our education systems and our our modern systems has been created to keep you away from that so that you can't yes plug into the real human powers of the like what we are actually capable of as humans so that's Mm -hmm. like mm, Mm -hmm. oh my god and also moonstone here is saying um that it's great for uh skin hair eyes and uh, liver and pancreas, but that it's also great for like all feminine uh, uteral things like PMS, con- conception, bre- pregnancy, childbirth, breastfeeding. So that's kind of cool. It's also good for sleeping. It's supposed to be able to prevent mm. sleepwalking. So that's awesome. Um, wow. Yeah. So I don't know why, like, I just opened up to Peridot. I remember I used to really like Peridot. I love. I think it's very It's really, beautiful. really pretty. And I just thought, like, okay, like, okay, here's another teachable moment on the Spiritual Spectrum podcast. Who knows about the library, We love angel? to teach. We love to Raise learn. Raise your hand. Sorry, I can't the see The library <laughs> angel? Yeah, the library angel is, like, a whole thing. Like, I've known about this, like, my whole life I've known about the library angel. I remember using it at the Booksmart bookshop where I got that Ouija board when I was a kid. Like, I don't know how I learned about it, but basically... um, there's two ways to tune in is like first you just like like you just look at the um the bookcase whatever you're like look at all the spines of the books that you see and you don't really like read them you don't really like look at them in detail but like whatever stands out to you you grab that book 
And um, that's yeah. the one you're supposed to have. And then the other way that you use it is like the crowd angel. So you hear people talking and then whatever words stand out in a crowd is like supposed to guide you towards what you're supposed to take off the shelf. So if you're in like a, a busy oh. bookstore and you hear people talking and someone's like crystal, blah, blah, blah. Then you see a crystal book. You grab that book. So, um, ah, I mean, yeah. I have just done this naturally when I go to the library. Mm-hmm. I've been really into memoirs Ooh, for the past fun. like long time like I don't know eight months or some shit I've just been reading memoirs and so I'm I'm just kind of like oh like what looks interesting Mm -hmm. like not you know like kind of reading them but like not reading like every single Mm -hmm. one just kind of like oh what's this oh okay and like it's been really that's awesome yeah the the last time that I used the library angel to buy a book which was a long time ago now um now I use it by uh, and uh, I'll talk about the other way that you can use it Uh, we're talking about taking books off of a shelf so the last time I used it to buy a book I was in um, the Santa Cruz bookstore and um, I was in the poetry section and I'm like I don't know like poetry I want a poetry book but like I'm not I don't know what to pick like it's all so personal to the author you know and um, I just I didn't know who Patti Smith was at the time very Mm. prolific very famous poet who worked with Kevin Shields of My Bloody Valentine and like all this stuff and she's like you know was married to Robert Maplethorpe the famous photographer and now I of course know everything about her and Ron knew exactly who she was and I was there with Ron and I picked that book off the shelf via the library angel The Coral Sea by Patti Smith I had no idea what I picked off the shelf and Ron was like oh yeah absolutely like that's an amazing book and it's the story it's the poetic telling of her experience of her husband dying of cancer in front of her and it's like it's so amazing and it's what she performed on stage with Kevin Shields of My Bloody Valentine who I then met at Camp Fuzz so I'm like Ah! like anyway so it was this like huge connection of like oh the, the library wow. angel totally sourced patty smith into my life which is really cool so um yeah yeah so then you can also use the library angel i love using it with the bible that was actually my first experience with the library angel was that i didn't understand i was like kind of just being like a dumb kid and i was like we were on holiday break and i'm like holiday like what kind of a word is that like what does that what holiday like why do we say that word and then I opened up the bible and it was like some pilgrimage of the holy days was like the passage I was reading and it explained the word holiday to me and I was like what that's insane and so then like the other day I was like really like I don't know god like what the heck am I supposed to be doing like give me some guidance then I opened up the bible and it went to this passage about playing the harp And then when you look up the definition of harp in the Bible, it doesn't actually mean like a harp. It means just like making music. So it's like, oh, duh, Elena, like you're supposed to make music. (laughs) I was like, this is annoying. (laughs) Shut up. I'm already doing that. God damn it. So, yeah, you could just call on your library angel and open up a book and see what comes to you. And what came to me just now was Peridot. And I was reminded that I I did really love Peridot in my younger years getting into this stuff. And um, it has a, a healing tonic effect, regenerates tissues, strengthens oh. metabolism, benefits the skin, aids in heart, thymus, lungs, gallbladder, spleen, which is part of your psychic anatomy, intestinal tract, ulcers, strengthens the eyes. Placed on the abdomen, it aids in giving birth by strengthening muscle contractions but lessening pain. Which I also just learned oh. that the painful uh, nerve thing that you're experiencing in your hips during pregnancy is actually what 
feeds the chemicals to your brain to tell your brain to keep giving birth. It's like a cyclical thing. It's like if you have the pain in your body, it tells your brain like, okay, keep going, keep going until it's done. <laughs> so, you know. Ep- wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait. To give birth? When you're, when you're. Or to keep not. To keep having contractions. What? To keep having contractions. So the, the pain of the contraction oh, is. So like when you're in labor. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. When you're in labor and you're oh. having pain from contractions, that is the, the signal to the brain to continue the birthing process. So it's like if oh. you – because then when, when it's not contracting around the baby anymore, it's not painful. So it's like it's done. And then, um, you know, which is why a lot of epidurals can end up in C-sections because the body stops going into labor after an ap- epidural sometimes. So watch oh. out, ladies. Anyway, um, yeah, I'm learning about this because, uh, you know, thinking about it, thinking about it. <laughs> anyway. Um, thinking about it, going to learn everything yeah, about it. Yeah, you know, a little bit of a, a researcher. So it's supposed to be a protective stone for the aura, peridot. It's a powerful cleanser, releasing, neutralizing toxins on all levels. It purifies the subtle and physical bodies and the mind. It opens, cleanses, and activates the heart, solar plexus chakras, and releases old baggage. Burdens, guilt, or obsessions are cleared. Peridot teaches that holding on to people the past, or the past is counterproductive. Parado shows you how to detach yourself from outside influences and look onto your own higher energies for guidance. Mm. Oh, this is a cool one. I could see why the library angel pointed us at Parado. This is a really cool one. Um, <laughs> alleviates jealousy, resentment, spite, and anger, reduces stress, enhances confidence and assertion without aggression, motivating growth. Parado helps bring about uh, necessary change in your life. Mm. It assists in looking back into the past to find the gift in the experience and shows you how to forgive yourself, which it is a green color. So, you know, that's the heart chakra. Mm-hmm. Um, forgiveness is a big theme for the heart chakra. And um, let's see, pr- promotes psycho- psychological clarity, well-being, is attuned to the attainment of spiritual truth and regulates the cycles in life. Wow. I need some peridot. <laughs> I need more crystals. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I've got a lot. I don't have any peridot. This would be a good one. I I think I always thought it was really pretty jewelry. I always liked it. So that's that's some some crystal stuff for you guys. There you go, guys. You got anything to add to that? Crystals. Um, I don't think so. Cool. Well, I'll link to this uh, crystal Bible and this crystal healing book and uh, all the articles that I put here and all the good stuff. Yeah, you guys can get into it. You and know, go to your fun. favorite uh, local crystal store without mm-hmm. an agenda. Just see what mm-hmm. you're drawn to. Yeah. Buy it if you can, and then yeah. look up what you were drawn to. It's kind of cool. Yeah, you know, if what's you really don't cool, know. Yeah, going it. into a crystal shop. Um, you know, I've. You, it's really cool to go into ones you've never been to before because it's like you get familiar with the ones you know yeah. if you're a crystal person. And I went to visit my sister in Idaho in Bonner's Ferry and downtown Bonner's Ferry. There was this uh, this crystal shop that was literally better than anything I've ever seen in my big sur crazy hippie area that should honestly be unmatched when it comes to this stuff. Like I have never been to a better crystal shop than this one in Bonner's Ferry, Idaho, uh-huh. and um. They had like a like a like a seating place in the window in their front display window mm-hmm. where you could just go sit in a giant crystal Ooh. to like go enjoy like a giant crystal all over your body. It was really cool. And then um, they had just really well priced crystals that were super gorgeous. And you know it's probably because it's Idaho, like the, it's not California on the coast, so it was like super cheap. Yeah. And um, my dog had passed away not too long before. 
I think probably six months, not, it hadn't been quite a year. And, um, like I was like, you know, feeling the loss of my Labrador and my black lab. And she was like my baby for 11 or no, 13 years. And, um, I go into this crystal shop and I kind of knew like, well, if I see something I like, like I'll, I'll buy it. And, um, I see this like beautiful rainbowy sphere and I look at what it is and it's Labradorite. And I was like, that was the one I wanted. And I was totally feeling the loss of my dog at that time. And I was totally like, Oh, and so now it's next to her urn. It's, it's, Mm. it's Abby's Labradorite. My Abby Labby Labradorite. (laughs) You should read the thing about Labradorite then. Oh yeah. Let's look it up. Let's talk about it. Labradorite. Oh, I just, I literally just turned to it and then kept going. That was really crazy. Oh my God. I saw it. Where did it go? Come on. There it is. Yeah. And, you know, it's grayish black. So, and I had a black lab. So, it's yep. pretty perfect. Yep. Uh, highly, highly mystical and protective stone, a bringer of light, raises consciousness, connects with universal energies, deflects unwanted energies from the aura, prevents energy leakage in healing touch. That's a huge thing. If you have like anky, uh, achy joints, oh. you probably have leaks coming out of those joints. Or if you have like, you know, a high headache up your neck, like you might have Ugh. a leak at the top of your neck. Constantly. That's like a whole thing. I have one. So, just. Right so now. there's a so a little energy technique to seal the leak is uh you know get get into your energy space so you can sense your energy and put your hands around this area and f- if wherever you feel some heat or like however you sense energy maybe it'll feel like a poke in your hand that's where the leak is and then you take your two hands and you pat it's like you're petting the cat with two hands one and then the other left mm. right left right and you you feel it going in closer and closer and closer and then you hold it like a Band-Aid. And then see the leak sealing. Another way that you can do it is by putting all of your fingers into a point, like you're making a duck hand, mm-hmm, kind of, mm-hmm. like all of your fingers. And that turns your hand into like a little laser beam. And you can seal the leak. Seal it like you're oh. sewing something, like you're sewing stitches, right? So you seal that leak in. Oh. And, um, you know, because energy leaks are a huge thing we deal with in Healing Touch. Um, so now you have some techniques there. I'm going to do that. Uh, yeah. So, uh, let's see. It's a stone of esoteric knowledge. It facilitates initiation into the mysteries. That's a weird thing to say. (laughs) (laughs) Aligns physical and etheric bodies, accesses spiritual purpose, raises consciousness and grounds spiritual energies into the physical body, which is cool because I was connecting to my dog that passed away. So that's totally like that stimulates intuition and psychic gifts the art of the right timing um bringing messages from the unconscious mind to the surface facilitating the understanding of those messages psychologically labradorite banishes fears and insecurities and the psychic debris from previous disappointments including those experienced in past lives strengthens faith in the self and trust in the universe removes other people's projections including thought forms that have hooked into the aura (gasps) hooks that's another thing in energy healing is hooks Mm. with people i had a landlord that had me hooked man i told you about her she was gnarly Mm -hmm. so you know that's an energy vampire thing people throw hooks into you so you have to kind of be aware of how that might be going on and if you have an energy healer in your life they can help you identify that if you think that's going on Mm. um yeah so let's see. Uh, where are we? Do, do, do calms an overactive mind, energizes the imagination, brings up new ideas. Analysis and rationality are balanced with the inner sight. So it gets your logic mind and your psychic mind on the same page. That's mm. really cool. 
brings contemplation and introspection, synthesizing intellectual thought and intuitive wisdom. It's an excellent dispeller of illusions, going to the root of the matter and showing the real intention behind thoughts and actions, which is also like a, exposing hooks. That's like a huge thing. Yeah. The stone brings up suppressed memories from the past. It's a useful companion through change, imparting strength and perseverance, which, again, at the time of losing a pet, that was helpful. Um, a stone of transformation. It prepares the body and soul for the ascension process, which I got this stone like summer of 2020. Yeah, so my dog had just passed away. She passed away in January of 2020. Hmm. So, um, yeah, so this was like very much like when I was experiencing ascension <laughs> and when I was getting into the shoe in residence. <laughs> just That's in case so you haven't listened to that episode. Yeah. Shoe in residence. And then and he, yeah, symptoms. there you go. Right. Big deal. Uh, treats disorders of eyes, brain, relieves stress, regulates metabolism, metabolism. Treats colds, gout, rheumatism, balances hormones. Hey, that's a good one. Relieves menstrual tension, lowers oh. blood pressure. Can be used as a witness during radionic treatment, pinpointing the cause of the disease. Spelled dis-ease. Of course. Right? Uh-huh. It's a good. If you want to use it for healing, you put it over the heart chakra. And it also comes in yellow. Oh, because some people have yellow labs, right? I had a black yeah. lab, so I have black labradorite, but you can also get yellow labradorite. And it, it's a different property. The yellow labradorite accesses the highest levels of consciousness, enhances, vis enhances visualization, trance, clairvoyance, and channeling. Uh, beneficial for solar plexus, expands mental body. That is the solar plexus chakra, of course. Uh, bringing higher wisdom, heals stomach, spleen, liver, gallbladder, and adrenal glands. Mm. Place on the third eye if it's yellow. And solar plexus. All right. There you go. Love it. Yeah. Well, guys, I uh, hope you learned a lot. Um, <laughs> I did. Hope you, I learned a lot. I hope you guys now, you know, believe in the power of crystals if you choose to. Totally. Um, Even just via our anecdotes. Because it turns out that crystals come into our lives very correctly yeah as we've discussed <laughs> obviously um it is I mean. it is magic it is real and it is powerful <laughs> and you know if you have any lived experience with crystals being um just you know you're divinely guided to them they help you with something you have some sort of you know cool magical experience with them uh we'd love to hear it yeah tell us all about it you guys come on send us an email we're waiting send us a dm it's all in the show notes um we'll put you in the show you can be the star of the show oh my god you could be our first guest um <laughs> well sunny was in here once sonia helped. well that's true that's true all right you be our second guest um if you want to be um we'd love to hear about it and if you like the show tell your friends and totally give it a good rating like Share subscribe leave a review you know all the things that podcasters uh benefit yeah. from absolutely and anyway, guys. thank you so much we'll see you hopefully in two weeks honestly we'll As see what happens but we'll see you next time yeah we're pretty good at that but yeah Weather sucks. Things are getting weird, <laughs> uh, to be honest. So it's all good. We'll, we'll figure it cool. out. But catch you in a couple, you guys. Yeah, bye. Bye.
produced by Elena Music. You can send your connections to the show to spiritualspectrumpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to include you in a future episode. Find us on Instagram at spiritual.spectrum.pod. There you can stay informed of any future releases as well as catch any photos that are related to the episodes. Thanks again for listening and we'll catch you in two weeks.